Hello and welcome to Part of the Party, a D&D actual play podcast. The world doesn't need any more of these, but we're here and we're staying. I'm Connor. I'm your dungeon master. And let's go around the table and do some introductions. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor started this podcast out with just blasting future punk. And I'm assuming this is a Cyberpunk 20, 2077 <laughs> game. Which means it's going to be a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boring as shit, ladies and gentlemen. Just turn your device off now. Stop listening. Go home. Hi, I'm Charlie Cragen. Follow me on LinkedIn. See Cragen. Do it. The best social media platform, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll be playing Marcus Axelford tonight. My name is Jimmy O'Dell. Don't bother trying to find me on social media because I'm a ghost. I'm off the grid. You cannot find me. No matter how far alone you search, I will not be there. I play Noitum, the plant cleric. Rich and alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rich. Hi, Rich. Hi, my name is Peter. You can go follow me at uh, Twitter, twitter.com forward slash pvtorente. I play a character. Also, wait, who does who 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 does Rich play? Lyndon Erdhov, a man. Erdhov. So you're not the heir. So you're not the heir to the Pringle fortune. See, wait, are are Pringles canon? No, I got confused because when we were answering things as our characters, they started talking about Pringles. No, no, he is. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> this is some metagaming, Mr. Cragen, and I don't stand for that. I'm going to put you in the timeout yeah. timeout room. That's the name of the podcast, right? It's metagaming? It is. Okay, everyone, I'm going to start with getting us into the session now. And in a three, and a two, and a one, a sharp light diffuses its way through the dense fog encompassing Dyson's upper atmosphere. The crisp air of dawn heralds the cool winter day to come. Small ice crystals form on the tips of the adobe buildings as wisps of fog drift from the Marticello in the south sway in the breeze. It's early morning and all of you are just waking up or getting ready to. I'm going to roll my first dice to see whose introduction we start with. One through five is Peter. Is five, six through ten is Charlie. Eleven through fifteen is Mister Rich, and then sixteen There's through twenty is Jimmy. There's only four of us. I have a D twenty in my hands. We got a All six. Right, so Charlie, you're up. You want me to set this? All right, just making sure. Yeah, absolutely. Marcus Axelford is asleep in a small back alley bungalow, surrounded by bamboo and mud walls and those little like jangly bead doorways he has a s- small personal effects and a d- office yeah. it's kind of like so like the bedroom is just, just like cot this really basic cot with a sheet on it and you know like a shitty ass pillow uh and you know there's his personal effects his quarter staff with the with a catechist on top and uh, you know, his monk accoutrements and his medical kit and things like that. All right, and, uh, uh, Microsoft what does he look like? Bed, you know, wipe, wipe, wiping the sleep out of my eyes. I got, you know, he has this graying hair. It kind of, you know, it's like salt and pepper. It is short, 
util utilitarian cut kind of sticks up and away from his face. He's got uh, just this shitty graying stubble all over his face. Like, you know, he's he's just kind of unkempt, a little bit uh, uh, un not unclean. He looks very clean, but definitely doesn't care too much about his appearance. You know, six foot tall, old man ripped, you know, at 50 years old, like like Skip Bayless. Uh, <laughs> you seen the photo of Skip Bayless just lifting Wonderful. weights and looking jacked. That's what this guy, what Marcus looks like. And, you know, kind of get out of bed and walk into my office, which is, I imagine, is like a pediatrician's office. Uh, like a really shitty pediatrician's office. Yeah, it's got that bed your pediatrician <laughs> has that, like, is awkward to sit on or lie on. Like, there's no right way to be on it. It's got the shitty paper on top. Yeah, and absolutely I don't even have not. the paper. You don't have that paper. I don't even have the paper. Have oh, my God. It's gone. And as as you just kind of lament the status of your paper that you once had and wish you could gain again, I can't believe I don't you hear paper. a little pitter-patter of footsteps running into the door. Mr. Marcus, Mr. Marcus, I skinned my knee again. You need to help me. We got to get to the festival. Do I recognize this kid? I would say you should, but absolutely you do not. Mr. Marcus, it's me. It's Benny. Benny, Benny Slime, Benny, yo. Benny, Benny. And I sort of like just pull out his little book and I start flipping through the names. Benny, 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 Benny. Yeah. Help my get, knee. Get up I on have the a table. Get up on the table. He hops up like way too eager. He's like, yeah, yeah it's the doctor's just, office. Little sigh. I, uh, I, take, I, I take a cigar out of a little case that I hand roll in the corner and I light one. I'm just puffing on it as I lean over and just blowing smoke in this kid's face as I'm leaning over to inspect the skin knee. Um, it just looks like a normal, normal, like just a little cut or something. Yeah, it's just like a little scab. It looks like he, it, it looks like honestly he got it yesterday. Just look but he's up just and coming like, in. Tell to me see honestly, you. when did you get this? This this morning? Uh, can I uh, check see if he's lying? Can I can I roll for insight? See if he's lying. Oh, roll the world's easiest insight <laughs> check, baby. Uh, that's a fifteen. <laughs> oh, he's lying through his fucking teeth. <laughs> he's just he's just really happy to oh see the doctor. Oh my god! You gotta stop coming in here. You're perfectly fine. You do not need medical attention. You look clearly but, healthy. It, it heal, but, heal. But you give me you give me a. You he you help my boo boos and give me a lollipop. What lollipops! Look around you. You think I have lollipops? Come on now, come on. It's I don't have lollipops. I don't have any medicine for you. You don't need any medicine. You know, if, if you're not even bleeding anymore, it's scabbed over. By the looks of it, you got this yesterday morning. Maybe. And I'm assuming you played on it for the rest of the day. Maybe. Go on, get out of here. I got I got real patients to deal with. No. Well, what patients are going to come in today? It's the festival. Aren't, aren't you supposed to be, like, going up to the Explorers Bureau or something? Hell if I know. I'm just going to wait around and see if more patients show up first. And then I might come up, go up there later. They can wait for me. Okay, Mr. Axelford. Well, uh, don't forget to eat some pie. There's the best pie eating contest I, of the I year today. I will not be eating pie. It is high in carbs, and, and you shouldn't be eating pie either. And we fade to the next scene where I have rolled. Okay. Mr. Linden, you're already awake. It's nearly the crack of dawn. 
but there's some ba nice bacon frying in your kitchen, and you are looking in the mirror with an empty house behind you in your maybe one bathroom apartment and you see yourself in the mirror and yourself says to you Lyndon what are you doing feels a little weird talking to myself are you ready perhaps I'm a a little a little bit tired still but I think I'm ready I, that bacon certainly sure says I am I mean I imagine there's nice wait is coffee do we have coffee I suppose that coffee oh you magic have coffee, coffee. Well, you I have magic, magic coffee. coffee. Are you ready for your magic coffee for the next years Hopefully of your life? Years. You're living this. You're going to be living this every day. And you kind of look in the mirror and you see in the mirror like an image of yourself, like almost like an illusion. You see stubble on your face and you see maybe some scars. And a deeper voice says, are you ready to look like this, Lyndon, in a couple years? Are you ready to commit to this decision to join the Explorers There's Guild? There's only one way forward, and this the is bureau. And then suddenly you look in the mirror yourself again, and the bacon calls to you, and the scene fades. Peter, that is you. Tori, we go to you, and you're in the outskirts of Strindsburg. And I would like him to believe that you're in a treehouse overlooking a graveyard. And much like Marcus, you have a little cot or a little hammock in which you're sleeping in. Do I sleep? And you hear a knocking on the floorboards below you. You trance. Trancing in. Sleeping. Whatever you want. I don't know if it's whatever I want. I don't. Wonderful. <laughs> you hear a knocking on the floorboards. You hear a knock. Hey, let me in! Do I Tiori! This voice? Dude, you gotta wake up! Absolutely. He is your good friend. Let me look up his name quickly. Oh, look at my notes. Brett Wrangler. Hey, dude! Dude, we, we gotta go! Aren't you supposed to, like... What? Aren't you supposed to, like, get to that fucking... Explorers Bureau office, man? Like... You spent, like, three months doing those tests, dude. And I was like, bro, we should just, like, keep doing the fucking ceremonies, man. But you're like, no. I gotta, like, get up and get ready. How are you still asleep, dude? Um. Do I have any? Absolutely. I grab uh, two things of beer, I'm assuming. However, they're being stored. Uh-huh. And I say, all right, this guy's name's Brett. Brett Wrangler. Brett Wrangler. All right, Brett. We're gonna we're gonna chug these beers, and then we're gonna go. This is gonna be so much fun, my guy. Yeah, bottoms up, Brewski. And they go glug 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 glug. Bro, like, I don't even know why you want to do this. Like, I thought we had a good thing going, man. Like, why Dude, do you? Wanna I'm just I'm just so excited to do stuff. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I just woke up and I'm just I'm I'm ready to go. Bro, like your hair is even a different fucking color. Like what is that right dude, now? Every chartreuse, dude. Is just going crazy. And uh Tiori, describe yourself right now. Oh, like what do okay. you look like? I I'm probably like wearing like a green coat. I have like orange brownish hair right now. Uh, my eyes are mm -hmm. 
red. My skin color is probably like, not like full on green, but greenish. Mm -hmm. I'm like uh, noticeably happy. And he is an Aladrin, which is a type of elf. Oh, yeah. So he's got the pointy he, ears and all that. Nonsense. He's fruity. He's fruity. Oh, he's fruity. Hey, yo, dude. We're going to miss the candy fruits. If you aren't such a fruitcake, you better get the fruit with me, dude. Like, let's go really to the festival, man. I you just said, but I'm so down. Let's go. Uh, and we fade out to the last person on our list. Noitome. Jimmy, describe how your character looks. Well, can you tell me where I am first? Oh, absolutely. You hear the clickety-clacking of wooden wheels against cobblestone as your trade caravan finally parks, slows, begins to slow down and park itself right on the outskirts of Stringford. You've been on the road for many weeks at this point, and you're finally reaching your destination. You hear a gruff voice announced from the front. Hey, uh, big guy back there. You see, we have to, we, we stopped. So, like, I'd, I'd like it if you kind of, like, got up and, like, took your curry with you, man. It, like, it smells. Don't disrespect the curry. And you hear, uh, like, a, a throbbing, buzzing voice as, Jimmy, what does your character look like? So, uncoiling from the back of this uh, caravan is what seemed to be an amorphous blob at first, but it is this hovering, slithering mass of vines and plant growth. And what, like, looks back at, like, the caravan master head, I'm not really sure what to call him. Uh, his name is Baron Omaha. Looking back at Baron Omaha is a stripper. these blue lights that that course down the center of uh, my body and kind of like make out the the center like coils within me. Mm-hmm. And so you uncoil and you kind of like unfurl to a, a height of about six foot five of just shaggy plant growth. And... Baron looks at you. He's about a 45-year-old man with, like, short, trimmed hair. And he's always carrying this, like, damn shell in his in his hands. He just kind of, like, fiddles with it and says, Well, well, uh, you should, you should just get going. The person you want to meet is going to be talking downtown today. Hope, uh, hope things go well for you. You've been more pleasant another stowaways previously well if i ever want to be able to come back to you for another job then uh i'm gonna keep myself calm and around you and whenever you need i will uh stay calm and come to your aid if you ask but yes as, as we always say keep calm and and like stay calm don't carry on we just stay calm Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I, I like to carry on a bit. That's, that's what got me here. Well, you could carry off my caravan. Well, <laughs> it's been and... nice seeing you. <laughs> it's been nice seeing you, too. And to answer your previous question, he'll never tell. 
He, he, I'm he just might, saying, Charlie. Nobody, nobody goes by might. Baron Omaha. <laughs> He'll never tell. And isn't, you know, just strutting. And there's a gigolo. It's one of those two, but like, uh, that's not his actual name. Noitome, as you leave, as you leave, Noitome, make a perception check. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, oh, baby. That's a 23. Oh, my God. As you walk away, you kind of like accidentally graze against one of the burlap sacks oh, that he's been carrying in his caravan. No. There is a couple pairs of pants that fall out that have suspiciously too many pop off buttons. That's quite suspicious. <laughs> but I'm not commenting on it because. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, they're, they're tear away. They're magic mic. Can I, you know can I like... have a pair? Oh yeah, you know the magic mic pants. pants. Steel pair. I I would like I would like to have a pair. <laughs> Roll sleight of hand to steal one. Oh god. That's a nat one. We'll we'll fix it in post. Hey. Get your hands off the merchandise. And yes, we will not fix that in post. I don't have hands. <laughs> get your kelp out of here. I thought you were one of us. Well, and <laughs> fuck. let's fade away now as you guys all make your way down to downtown Strindsburg. And let me set the scene for what Strindsburg is. Strindsburg is an outpost city. It has rows of adobe buildings and clay that is currently lined with frost. There's weaponsmiths, a large government building in front of y'all many bars and taverns and residences and children currently running up and down the streets holding crimson streamers. Typically, Strindsburg is kind of a small but bustling town founded by the legendary explorer Ronald Strindsburg himself. That man is the only person to have circumvented the known world and he decided to have this small outpost become the first and only external colony of the Prameron Bureau of Bureaus. In the streets, there are massive festivities going on today. As I said previously, children running around, but Peter the Pie Guy, he's got his pie-eating contest stand out for the first time in two years. After two years ago, it was broken, and he took like a year and a half to repair it. It's the Friendly Fern the local popular tavern is serving funnel cakes wrapped in leaves, kind of like a makeshift plate. You see Joey Walnut, sorry, Joseph Walnut, is just like eyeing Peter the Pie Guy in the pie tent. Because Joey Walnut would be He's like getting close. ready to beat it his record. It wouldn't be a strong enough parody anyway. Absolutely, Joey Walnut would be too close. He, he doesn't go by Joey. Jo by Joey's Joseph. too silly. He's a uh, dignified man, Mr. Chestnut. Oh, yeah. Mr. Walnut. There is a wobbly man in a trench coat kind of like walking back and forth out of a back alley, kind of like darting his eyes back and forth. And where, where there'd usually be like empty streets this early in the morning, there are people just kind of like lining this one walkway and every single one of them that are already out here are holding a burning red crimson torch. And all of you guys have been gathered today for the one reason of joining the Explorers Bureau. And this is the yearly ceremony 
in order to get inducted. You hear deep drums in the background, unseen even, begin to just beat as the candidates begin pouring into the street and walkway to walk towards the, the office of the guild, of the bureau. I'm just running. I'm in my white lab coat. I got my white gas, gas mask, which is my path of mercy mask, like hanging off a hook on the side of the lab coat. I got my staff with the catechist on top, and it's kind of just like I'm kind of having to just lean over one of my shoulders as I'm walking through town. Got a cigar in my mouth because I'm always smoking. Um, and I got those like anime sandals on, you know, the ones that are wood and just got the two fucking wooden lines on them. Oh, the so clog sandals. The yeah, the sandals. one piece sandals. The one and piece I'm sandals. <laughs> I'm just kind of just strutting <laughs> in like, you know, I'm assuming some people are like waving to me and then other people are like, oh, it's this fucking crazy guy again. As I'm just kind of strutting my stuff into town. Yeah. You're strutting your stuff. There's about 50 people, you'd say, give or take, that are walking down this street right now. And most of them aren't paying attention to anything else besides the stage at the end of the boulevard. And about a couple times so far you've heard the telltale cracks of the city's barrier come to life but just about now you hear a larger crash as the barrier flashes white about a thousand feet to your left and a shadow flies back into the fog drift can i like roll would perception be, to see what i see concerning to us yeah can i can... No, oh, you guys don't notice this. You, I mean, this is like so common. You notice it. This is just so common that. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Can I roll perception no one, to no see if I see no like, what was made doing it? Yeah, it looks like a shadow. You can roll perception. Um, that is a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, you catch the fact that this is like some sort of serpent. Typically, it's like a bird or something, but this was definitely some sort of serpent that's flying. Is this something that's concerning to me that I've never been in the city before? You would not be concerned about the nature of the, of these beasts and like the fact that there's like a large beast that just kind of like came close to the city, but the crack of the barrier is definitely new to you. Like you you you've never been around a city where there's a massive force field covering it, and the city of Strindsburg has a very large, permeable, mostly invisible force field. Kind of like a massive bug zapper. Just kind of whacks anything that's not allowed. What decides what is allowed? You, Noitome wouldn't know this, but I'll just say this for everyone. Because everyone else would. Uh, a team of wizards. A team of wizards that kind of station themselves. Is there like, part is of there the like a government. front, like, gates? There's there's two gates to enter and exit Strindsburg. And you that's not part of the, the like... Trading port zone thing the barrier is a semi-permeable barrier so every like sentient being like every like human can like just walk through it and air goes through it but like a bug zapper every time like a beast with a large enough magic presence tries to like run in or fly in they just get like whapped by some like electric force field shock it's like if you ever seen those like laser barriers or the iron dome something like that just on a fun magical twist to it. Fun magical yeah, magical know, twist on the thing. Israeli anti-missile <laughs> defense system. Yes, absolutely. As all of you kind of begin to straddle up to the end of the street where there's a large podium and stage set up, 
you guys can have any actions you want to do. But Ronald Strindsberg looks like he's going to speak. Did you soon. say that everyone's holding torches or something like that? Every uh, every person lining the streets, like you see the bakers, the weaponsmiths, the Brelks who run the local general store, they're all standing lining the streets holding crimson torches. And everyone knows the colors of the Explorers Bureau are a dark navy and crimson. Brett, Brett, where do we get those torches? We gotta get them. Like, bro, like, I don't know, man. Like, I tried, and like, I was supposed to maybe be out there for you this morning, but like, man, that was so fucking boring, dude. I would have to wake up at like, ass crack of morning and like, stand there. Dude, I'm just here dude, for the like, fucking that's... eye, man. Can I hear Wrangler? Is Wrangler near me? Oh, you can absolutely hear Wrangler. He is not supposed to be in this crowd. All of you guys have a badge of entry that looks kind of like an unlit handle that's like made of metal. That's kind of like a, so a badge that you can pin to your like coat or shirt. He doesn't have one. You there, sir. You seem to be... Uh, you should put your badge on. You forgot to put your badge on. Dude. Funny story, man. Like, Oh, yes. Very I funny. I lost my badge. I lost it. I oh. have it. I'm going to get on. It's fine. He knows me. Strindsberg, he knows me. Oh, you passed the test then. I mean, like, dude, did you not? Um, it was so easy. Uh, oh yes, yes, so easy, so easy. It's it's pretty it's pretty impressive though to you know lose the thing that you worked for for months. Brett nudges you, Tiori, and he's like, "Hey, hey, bro, give give, give me your patch quick. Give me your patch." Uh, hold on. Can I, do I hear that? Do, 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 can I like pick up on that? Uh, I'm gonna roll stealth, and you roll perception. All right. Uh, that is only a nine. Oh, he got a fifteen. So you do not hear that as he kind of like turns around for a second. It's like, oh, maybe I dropped it over here, dude. Like, well, you you really Tiori. should you really should wear yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should I'll, be I'll proud. You should be proud for having succeeded. I am. Proud, I mean, dude. it'd be really sad. I mean, I assume you succeeded. It'd be incredibly sad to have been here and failed, and still, Bro, I'm still like, be I'm here. like, I'm so proud. Jory, give me your fucking badge, dude. Excited to help out his boy, Jory gives the badge. But yeah, Jory's wait, a little intoxicated, so I, so I don't badge. know if he's able to do it. Are you trying to hide it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll stealth with disadvantage, and let's keep this. I'm same trying to be stealthy. Eh, no, roll a new one. Wait, also, my one. passive perception's 15. I should have seen uh, this the first time. Passive perception's boo. <laughs> boo. Roll. No, F you. F you you're good, not. sir. Passive perception is about things that you're, like, not really expecting. Well, actually, I guess that... Uh, seeing someone whisper to somebody would fall under passive perception if it's right in front of you. Call me crazy. I'm going to say as the DM, you're going to roll. Okay. But I'm rolling new. That <laughs> is a 17. What did you get with disadvantage, Tiori? I got a 19. What? With, with disadvantage? disadvantage? Yeah, I rolled a 19 and a 16. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just, with this, like, asshole doctor, like, questioning your boy, you just, like, stealthily give him your badge, and press, like, yo, this is my badge, dude. Oh, great, great. Uh, do I notice that he, that the Tiori's no longer wearing? No, no, that's what you do. All right. Yeah, I'm like, okay, there we go, see? <laughs> yeah, it's important. Yeah, I too hard for it. This is it important. Pocket, like, Everyone I, works I really hard here. And we need to, you know, show the proper respect. And I, uh, I, I walk off. 
Yeah, all of you at this point, you see a massive plant monster just kind of like waddling through the crowd. Yeah, I'm trying to get and as no close one would to understand. I'm trying to get as close to the stage as I can. Uh, Noita, the one of the things that you do have is that you absolutely do actually have one of these badges. It was given to you when you were very young, and you've always had it in your possession. Oh, shit, okay. Linden, you have one of these badges as well. You hear some hushed silence from everyone as Noyotome walks past. That's just like a shambling mass of kelp and or plant. Give me, give me my badge back. <laughs> but but I had a, a nightmare the other day, you know, like from the sleep that I definitely do. And it was about this uh, sentient plant. And is it me hallucinating off of all the alcohol I've been drinking? Is that a thing that happens? I don't really know. Uh, look over, look over there. Is that a, is that a moving plant? Bro, I'm what the freaked fuck? out right now. I'm freaking out, man. Holy shit. And he just kind of like hands you back your badge. Kind of almost drops it. He's like, bro, you think we could smoke that? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to see if it wants to take a drink with us. Uh, Lyndon, I'm just going to say like you're right by Brett. And he just kind of like stumbles back and he's like, oh, sorry, bro. But like. Do you see that fucking plant guy? Yeah, that's yeah, like, uh, it. It certainly like, does stand out, see doesn't it? Like smoke that plant, dude. I want to take a toke. That's not really uh, my game, yeah, man. so to speak. But Yo, you think, I, I'm a little you curious. Could, you think you could like sneak up there and like just a little bit, just a little bit, just like. Pick a leaf off and like bring it back here, dude. You'd be so cool. You'd be so cool, dude. Fuck. Yo, Teori, do you want to do that? I definitely was not thinking But I want to smoke it. Why? Why don't you want to do that? It's your idea. Like you should be. Bro, you should be passionate about your idea. Like you should be so down to do it. I'm so down, dude. But like, I, I don't have a badge, man. Like, I don't want to figure it out yet. I, I'm vibing. Dude, you can if you can steal a plant, you can steal a badge. <laughs> oh fuck! Okay. Meanwhile, so you, you see. Meanwhile, okay, Marcus yeah, what has we walked do? up uh, to Noi. Uh, is Natome? How do I say Noi? Noitom. Noitom. He's walking up to Noitom. It's like, good sir. If you happen to pass, I would love to dissect you. Um, I am very curious. Uh, upon upon kind of kind of does just this big gesture at all of you and just goes how all of that works. Noitom turns towards you, looks you up and down, and then keeps moving towards the uh, the front of the stage. Man, a few words I see. All right, all right. Okay, uh, it's at this point that Brett Wrangler is going to try to steal someone's badge. So he's in a crowd of like 50 people and he's just picking someone at random. He rolled a six. So you hear, what the fuck, dude? You stole my badge. Give me back my fucking badge, man. And you just see Brett Wrangler in the crowd like, dude, like this is my badge. Like what? And then this kind of short guy, maybe like five foot five. He's got like some spectacles and like some freckles on his nose. He's wearing like a really endearing Sherlock Holmes almost outfit without the hat, like a, a pea coat and like tweed, rolls to punch Brett in the face and knocks him the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Brett just gets like cracked in the eye and nobody steals from the Slobberson and gets away with it. If my name isn't Robbie Slobberson, the greatest sleuth in this here town. Yeah, does he always get his man? I always get my man. 
Robbie Slobberson triumphantly gets back his badge, and Brett is just kind of like knocked out on the side. I quickly like push over, run over to Brett, like fumble around in my medicine bag, and take out this like little bit of powder, and I kind of just like hold it under his nose. Um, and they're like smelling salts, and we'll try to jolt him awake. Yeah, roll a medicine check. That is a twenty-six. Oh my god. Those smelling salts just like knock the fear of God and everybody's like, Whoa! Dude, where'd you get those, man? <laughs> outside. That's a trip! House outside. Fuck. And I kinda like toss because they're now spent. I just kinda like just toss them away. Oh my god, he fucking follows and just kinda like fades out outside and he's just scrambling into the back alley where it fell. He's like, Gotta get another hit, man. And at this moment, you see that Ronald Strinsberg kind of like primed himself up. He's like got himself all pumped up. He's done a couple air punches in full view of everyone else. And he's standing off to the side of the stage. And everyone watches as he clears his throat with a... And he takes a step. And halfway through his step, at one point he's on the side of the stage. The next, he is suddenly just at the podium. In-strain transmission. Looks like... Want to see me do it again? Yes, want to see him do it again. Some sort of, like, transportation via teleportation. Like a Misty Step or something, if anyone knows that spell. It says... <clears throat> welcome, welcome, everyone, to another wonderful year of initiation for the Explorers Bureau. I, I am, as you know, Mr. Mr. Ronald Strinsberg. Strinsberg, to you. It's like... <laughs> That one usually kills, but uh, that's fine. That's fine. Welcome to the Bureau of Bureaus. It's a real treat to see the young ones get the courage to step up and contribute and be the true explorers and adventurers they're meant. Long ago, I did something that some people thought was pretty neat, and they seem to have thrusted upon me the role of chairman of the Explorers Bureau. Well... I'm enjoying my summer home, my villa in Strindsburg, and a city sprung up next to me, so that's what it is. And uh, I'm happy to see new faces, I guess. It's just more people in the basement of my house, but it's fun. I swear it's fun. May, may the crimson torches burn bright, and may the festivities commence. And he waves his hand. And every single person who's holding the metal candle with the insignia of the Explorers Bureau feels a whoosh as magic lights them up with a small burning crimson flame. And you hear Ronald Springfield say, Oh yeah, for the, uh, for the people who are joining the guild, the Bureau, oh god, not the guild. Oh, I'm gonna get an earful from that one from, from Mac. You have like 24 hours till your ever-burning torch burns out so you have 24 hours to get to Prameron. consider that the first test we'll, we'll weed out the paper pushers from like the guys who are going to go outside and really adventure but you guys got a bit so enjoy and he waves his hand takes another step and is absolutely gone and you hear a roaring cheer from the crowd as the festivities commence and streamers start going everywhere, music starts playing, and the entire town 
bursts into celebration. The children are screaming. Apples are being served. A goose is running through the crowd. And the pie contest is about to begin. You hear Peter the pie guy saying, Everyone, step right up, step right up, get your pie, get your pie. You see I'm the guy, and you win five gold if you'd completely succeed in my pie-eating challenge. And the taverns start blaring music as alcohol keeps getting served to everyone. Quickly, people filter out. Most of the people joining the Explorers Bridge, maybe about the 40 or so other candidates, kind of are enjoying the festivities. You see them just wandering about. And the square is left with you four individuals in it. So where is this Where is this place we need to get to within 24 hours? You need to get to Frameron. When do the 24 hours start? Did it just start now? The second your candles are lit. Are and lit? where uh, is Frameron? Frameron is a probably three-hour trip north along the, the trading routes. Or you could take some ships across the ocean. It's not very far, oh, God. but it's it's kind of like a little bit of a hike. I'm gonna use this time to talk about my favorite, my favorite advertisement that we're gonna be doing for the show. Millshare. Oh, we're sponsored by Millshare, baby. You ever been alone and you thinking like, I need to, I need to get my game up. I'm out here, I've got some green and like, I don't know what to do with it. That's where Millshare comes in. You can use the mills of experienced farmers to up your grain game and get that brand. Come to Millshare. We've got the best supplies, quality mills. Yes, Millshare TM, get that brand. Quality mills, everything your heart could desire. We have millions of satisfied customers for Millshare. There's only about a thousand people in this town, but I swear there's millions. You don't gotta pay the bill at Millshare.com. Except dude, you, you gotta pay us for Millshare. Thanks again to our wonderful sponsors at Millshare.com. Couldn't be doing this podcast without them. And now, back to the action. And you guys find yourself a little lost, standing in in the sea of crowds as the hustle and bustle starts, and they begin to disperse and kind of start to partake in the many festivities. What are you guys doing? Yo, dude, the guy the guy obsessed with a badge. What's what's your name? My name is Dr. Marcus Axelford. What what are what are we gonna do? We gotta we gotta get this bread. <laughs> I mean the the, the flour for Millshare. Excuse me. You want some bread? And I just like I point to like a local bread vendor. You can just go over to Matilda's Bakery Yoo-hoo. across the corner and get yourself. Some I have bread. the best bread. No, it's it's buy my bread. It's right there. Yeah, it's because they use Millshare. Uh, th- this is it's a figure of speech. Well, it's not a very good one. Hey. Hey, you guys wanna you guys wanna drink some beer? You guys see like a guy clad in like green fern patterned clothes, like, yo, we got some good beer in here, dude. Marcus, do you got any money? Do I look like I have any money? Yeah, you look like you got a lot of money. Let's go buy some beer. <laughs> uh, Alright then. I was gonna head off to Primeron, but I, I I can I can wait a bit. As he says, uh I was about to head off to Primeron, I like slither up and say though you though you don't really know <laughs> seem like you know what you're doing much i can sense that you have something deeper stronger within you i will let you dissect a piece of me if you help okay. me get to Prameron. 
That, that, sir, you have a deal. As you had me and hey, let hey, me guys, dissect the pieces. Can it be a that one? Can talk? it be a leaf? I will get. I will decide. Okay. And give. I, I, I won't. Yo, dude, I won't be like, picky. You want to be the mascot of the of the fallen fern, dude? Like the the so bartender guy who's got like fern patterned clothes. Who's like, bro, like, our beer creates bonds stronger than death, dude. Like, buy my beer. If you want me to be a mascot, you better give that to me for free. Oh, dude, you get all the beer you wanted for free. It's yours truly's brew crew. Yours truly being me, Drew. So it's Drew's brew crew. I run the Fallen Fern. And you create bonds stronger than death? And the beer's called Truly? Well, then let's like see to, if that I'd holds like to up. see this magic. Uh, you guys waltz into the bar. Lyndon, are you following them? I'll follow the whole beer stronger than death thing. It, like, at the sound of my ears perked up, while okay. beer isn't As my drink of in, choice, I'm definitely intrigued by the concept. It's all right if I smoke in here, right? Yeah, bro, I don't care. Like, smoke. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Some people complain. Uh, as you guys walk in, he gives you each a firm handshake. What does he do for me? And it's just like a... <laughs> he kind of, like, limply shakes one of your extremities. Do you, like, carry things? Do you have, like, pretensile arms? Like, pretensile vine arms that can grab things and manipulate objects? I mean, I can hold things, yeah. Uh, you guys walk in, and Lyndon, as he shakes your hand, it's a firm handshake. It feels great. You hear, like, a nice, especially loud clink as you guys shake hands. What? Yeah, bro, it's, it's quite, quite a grip you have there, sir. Better to, best grip to serve beers with, dude. Well, I must say, I'm... I'm just... After meeting the man himself, I'm rather intrigued by the operation you have here. I, and again, the whole beer stronger than death? Oh, I, I must try some. And I mean, if you don't mind, if I could like, I realize I might be overstepping here, but once this is all oh, said dude, and done, I'd would you mind maybe to, giving me a tour and of the facility? with that, you guys walk in. There's like a bunch of people at the bar. Particularly, there is Mr. Robbie Slobberson, the man who beat up Brett, sipping a drink. Like, oh, hello, fellows. I see you are also fledgling adventurers, like myself. And he tips his hat. Yes, quite. His hat being a very old ball cap that has the Ex Explorers Bureau logo What on adventures it. have you been on? When I was a young boy, I solved the sleuthy case of the missing tooth. It was mine. It was my first mystery. And ever since then, I've been a, a dog for mysteries. I've been sniffing them out faster than I sniffle my nose when I have allergies. 72. And Mr. Slobberson how many has 72 point? solved mysteries. Why are you speaking in a third person? Well, he could be talking about his father, Mr. Slobberson. Oh, so then he solved no mysteries. I mean, he's clearly a child. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. I mean, I'm a man. Robbie Slobberson's the real man. I'm ready to adventure. <laughs> Robbie Slobberson is about 15. <laughs> This, this is clearly. Unfortunately, mainly treat children at my clinic, and I can say without a doubt this is a child. No, I'm a big boy. I mean, a man. I probably. Wait, wait a second. Have I treated this kid before? <laughs> Have I treated. <laughs> uh, roll a flat d20. If you get above a 15, you've treated him. 
Oh, damn it, that one. With a nat one, you like you think that he was definitely a patient, but he absolutely Yeah, he wasn't. probably what skinned your knee or something, broken arm, I mean doing something stupid. I, Robbie Slobberson the third, have never once been to a doctor. <laughs> I am a pinnacle well, actually, of health. That's worrying. And and that's that's and very <laughs> worrying. You you understand that, right? You should see a I solve the own mysteries of my body. Me and me alone. I like take out a tongue depressor and I'm like trying to like stick it in his mouth. He just gives you a death glare. No, please stop it. No. <laughs> and uh, you, you speak to Drew Linden and Drew says back like, well, bro, I just kind of like let him in here. Like he pays. You he give this child alcohol? He doesn't really even drink the beer. Dude, what do you think I am? A narc? Oh my God. I'm I'm now really intently like trying to like tongue depress to like see the inside of them like just open wide like no stop it I like pinch his nose Robbie Slobberton opens his mouth for no man I I asked Marcus do you need some do you need some help and I try to grapple Robbie roll a grapple check roll uh roll strength no athletics it's a twenty one well let's see what he rolls a ten so he is now grappled. You now are holding this fledgling boy. As you're holding this boy, I I go to the bar and say, um, so if you want me to be a mascot, you better give me some of this beer that's stronger than death. Completely ignoring this, like, fucking shit show that's going on behind <laughs> I'm, me. I'm going for a full in-depth medical exam right now. <laughs> I'm doing the new reflex thing on his no. knee. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like, his knee's kicking. He's like, no, I didn't mean to. Curious, My curious. Uh, Drew's like, bro, like, the beer's not stronger than death, man. Unless you, like, drink all of the beer. But the bond it creates, the social glue of alcohol, uh-huh, uh-huh. So stronger than anything, man. It is any alcohol that I have. Uh, Specifically my beer. <laughs> specifically my beer. Yeah, my beer. Can I see if he's telling the truth? Roll insight. Uh, 15. Wonderful. You get the distinct impression that emotionally, he's kind of like, fuck, I don't know. I, I, I think so. My beer. <laughs> he just really wants to sell you. <laughs> you get a point. What? You get a point. Oh, he's like, he says, uh, rounds on me for the gentleman. He's like, hey, you, you guys want a round back there? You with this plant, dude? <laughs> I get a point. Like, I'm trying to buy him some beer to, like, have him be my mascot, so. I'm currently working. Can I do a medicine check to see uh, if this if this kid's healthy or not? Yeah, roll it. That is a 21. Yeah, he's surprisingly in perfect health. It's It even seems like his stuffy nose is just somehow, like, a genetic mutation. Can I give him something him. to try to clear it up a little bit? Like, you know. Go okay. for it. Alright, so yeah. I'm gonna describe what this treatment is. No, no, so it's um it's like Ivacac, but for his nose. Oh my god. Magical <laughs> it's nose like, throw up. It's like this this like mush it's like this this purple liquid made out of, like mushrooms and shit that's just makes you just sneeze violently. Okay. So Robbie Slobberson is going to try to roll a constitution saving throw to keep his glorious slob. He 
he rolls very poorly. So you hear like, no, I'm Robbie Slobberson doesn't sneeze. Robbie Slobber doesn't. And just globs of mucus and purple ooze just like fall down his nose. He's just start crying. It's like, my my nose, my nose doesn't feel good. I'm like, why wipe it off with just a bar rag? I'm like, there you go. That should help you. That should help you breathe better. Um, I hand him like two more piles of it. Like when it comes back, drink another one. Don't drink two. If you drink two, you will have a small stroke. Not a big one, but a small one. Honestly, I haven't had anyone try to, so it might be a big one, but it's probably just as small. I guess I, I guess I'll Good. try it later. Now run along now. And he's just, he's like, <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> and he just kind of like ducks into a booth in the corner. And as you guys are uh, starting to drink, and starting to kind of have a good time, Drew's like vibing with you guys. He's like talking to Lynn. He's like, bro, this is like the best gig I've ever got. Before I was a bartender, like before I owned this joint, I was doing like some nasty stuff and like it sucked. I'm just happy to be here, man. Happy to serve beer. Just like my favorite drink, beer. Have a wine, please. You're happy to serve others. My favorite and only <laughs> drink, beer. I, 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 I. And he just hands you another round, Marcus. You just have another round. Roll a constitution check. Oh, no. Oh, 19. You're fine. You're barely buzzed. <laughs> that that um, sneaky old man strength in drinking constitution. I just keep on going. Yeah. As you guys are drinking, you guys see a, a group of three people walk in, and they are a stark contrast to everyone else who's wearing dark navy and crimson. They're wearing black and gold black suits with gold trim and a pin on their lapels that is that of the economic guild the sworn enemy perhaps you would know of the explorers bureau or really the begrudging partners they're both tertiarily parts and most of you would know this besides knowing tome tertiarily parts of the the government of Pramer on the bureau of bureaus but the economics guild has had kind of a tiff and has begun to done, do their own thing. And a man with short cropped golden hair to match his golden pin on his lapel and trim walks in and says, I'll have the finest beer, please. Whatever they're not having. As he just kind of like glances uh, over you. Can, can, I, uh, can I try to slate of hand to the bartender? Um... Uh, one of my vials of nose ipecac and say uh, uh, and whisper to him for a little extra kick. Drew's like, no, I don't, I don't ruin my beer. Dude. It'll give it the a little extra the, kick. The best beer, the best beer, kick. dude. No, I serve one beer, one beer only. It's Drew's Cruise okay. Brew. And if you're not gonna take that, you're gonna have another beer until you sit down and accept it. <laughs> he gives you another beer free of charge. <laughs> Like, I can't argue with that. This is the most free things Marcus has gotten in his life. This man with zero yeah, charm. Just... <laughs> you hear a scoff. He's like, ugh. Peasants drinking their beer. If you would have a, a nice wine, I would enjoy that. But I already asked. I, they I have none. You only have... Oh, I don't care what you have to say. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have your finest drink. Drew. Mr. Drew, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, I only serve beer, so 
it just just take it i guess man like you get a pay and then instantly you see this man with the cropped blonde hair just drop way too much gold for the cost of this beer ask that question out loud because we're going to introduce your class rich so uh am i at a high enough level or do i have the proficiency of my class to be able to alter no, the properties no, no, no. of living matter uh, i know i can change introduction two of the players in this campaign are playing homebrew classes or homebrew subclasses Noitome, the walking plant man is playing an empath cleric which i believe did you uh i took the like i combined a bunch of different things so i combined Peace Cleric and two other uh, empath subclasses that were hum homebrew uh, online. Yeah, so it's like a homebrew empath cleric. And Linden is a homebrew class that I created called Sephira, which their main feature is that they have a domain around them uh, that is essentially an aura, a sphere in which they are the quote unquote masters of their domain and can, using their, their will, can inflict change upon the world and their surroundings. So one of the features that Linden has is that he can kind of influence the world around him to make it more resemble his domain. And unfortunately, he cannot essentially do it yet to living creatures. What, uh, could you explain your domain for everyone? I actually don't know your domain. What is... Floor slippery, though. So... My domain currently, it seems, at a first passing glance, it seems rather normal when I expand it. Just, But on closer inspection, you see that it's on a minor level just fidgeting into different shapes and then back again. Just little things like a change in color, a quick blip in shape, or just little bubbles and particles coming up and then dissipating. Yes. It okay, feels so it's like a really weird. Sort of it feels fluid. Space. It's almost like you're underwater when you're there changing but it's a very weird uh, and situation as you make the floor slippery within your domain and you're close enough to the unnamed guild member mm -hmm. that you can do so he just kind of lets it wash over him he is not stunned startled or perturbed in the least as he just begins to haughtily sip his brew he's like oh i see we have a trickster in our, in our midst well the peasants have their tricks, yes. And he just kind of waves you away and doesn't even pay you mind. And he's like, two croners, like, yeah, <laughs> tricksters, man, tricksters. <laughs> dude, that, our boss is so cool, dude. He's so cool. See, you man. have your own personal hype, man. You must be the coolest of cool. I mean, together, the two of them might equal one hype, man. We still might be a little bit less than one hype, man. A half a man, a half a hype. A hype aura man. Well, if you need someone to go around with you, just hyping you up, you must have some sort of insecurities. Hey. I am confidence embodied. I do not need the rabble rousers around me to give me any sort of self-inflated ego. For I know that I am brilliant. I was born brilliant. Can I check to see if this I guy has any like, birth defects or like just weird uh, things? Roll perception 
to get a closer look like, at does him. Does it look? And like, does the, it look like he might go bald in the future? Is he starting to bald? Is <laughs> is his hair starting to go gray? Um, no, it's actually quite oh voluminous. It's quite thick. Uh, per, what were the rolling? Um, perception. Uh, twenty one. Sorry, I was just answering a quick question from Rich, uh, because because part of his class to keep explaining. He does a little bit of damage when people enter his domain. Uh, this guy didn't even flinch at the damage he took. Anyways, continuing. I, I, as I'm, like, talking to him about his hype man and stuff, I, like, move forward towards him, saying, Oh, you. So perfect in everything that you are. Casting, I drew it, I cast, uh, Druidcraft. And oh. make him smell of a skunk. Oh, okay. So before you do that, I'm going to resolve what Marcus tried to glean from him. His hair is full. His lapel is perfectly positioned on his on his blazer jacket. It looks like he just came out of a dry cleaners. Like, literally everything about him is pretty much, like, perfectly, almost laminated out of out of a coffee machine. He's almost, like, too gleaming to be real. It just looks like you can feel gold in his actual soul. You, you may and, be uh, right, sir. You may be perfect. When you, you die, cast... you should donate your body to science. Yes, in no time, you cast uh, Druidcraft to make him smell like yes. a skunk? And as you are so perfect in everything you do, why do you smell as if you've never taken a bath before? Okay, roll uh, Arcana in order to figure out if you can cast that without him noticing. Like, if you can modify the casting in order to do it without anyone in the room noticing. I just got a nat 20. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, first nat, first nat 20 of the campaign. <laughs> let's, let's go. You perfectly mold your, scal- your, your casting, and just with your kelp underneath, like, the layers of, of plant growth, you're able to just kind of like do some hand motions and just instantly a smell of a skunk begins to waft waft off of him. It seem you seem to have like molded his perfume itself. So now like that perfect perfume he had is now just of a skunk. <laughs> and like his hype man are like, hey, hey boss, like you kind of smell bad right now, dude. He's like, I know how I smell. Cranberry. Please come here and give me my cologne. I step in and you between. see one of his cranberry. Oh, you you want to step in between me and my boy cranberry? I'm just asking why you need to cover yourself in cologne when clearly you walk into this fine establishment that I myself am the mascot of and disgrace me. So. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't mean to disregard any branding opportunities, but I've seen better mascots on the broadside of a barn. So while this is all happening, can I, like, take however many steps forward are required to get both, or not both, but all three of him and his hype men in my domain and collectively <laughs> shrink all of their clothes to half size. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Uh, you'd have to walk up, and you'd have to kind of like get up in his grill. 
So he's going to be like pissed off. And it, it's not an instant process. It just kind of like as it begins to like merge with your domain, it'll happen. So like it would be like slowly kind of like eh, quickly, relatively quickly shrinking as like they're next to you. But let's 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 do that. You walk up and he's like, oh, what brings the other trash here? I was about to beat the shit out of this one. You trying to defend your friend? No, no, that won't be necessary. I don't think you'll be walking As we both know, quickly anytime soon. Trash belongs on the floor. And I cast I cast command and command oh, him okay. to grovel. He has to <laughs> beat a wisdom not very high, wisdom 13 saving throw. Wisdom 13? Let me I can't imagine this guy's that wise. He does beat Bam. Him. Uh, and he's like, oh, the, the, the walking plant. I, uh, wants to slam cast my quarterstaff into his balls. <laughs> Roll initiative. No, this oh, is, shit. this is, wait, hold on. To... You just slammed a quarterstaff into his balls. Yes. You can't take that back. Yes, but I can do damage first. Yeah, you get that as a surprise attack. Then you're rolling for combat. I got a t 11. 11. I thought you were saying roll okay. initiative to see if I can attack. No, no, you're doing it, then you're rolling initiative. Everyone roll initiative. Uh, that is a 15. A 15? Mm -hmm. Oh, you roll for him? Okay, he is behind you guys. So, first is... Is everyone rolling initiative? Did everyone roll? And can I now roll for damage for my surprise attack? Yes, you can. Alright, so that is... Oh, and then can I use my bonus action? Uh, yes, absolutely. All right, so let's let's roll damage. One d six plus four, so that is ten damage. Um, and then I'm gonna make a bonus unarmed strike. It's so, like I slam the staff up to his balls and I try oh, to. As we're entering combat, let's just have everyone say what class. Uh, I am a Path of Mercy monk. Wonderful. I am a cleric. I'm a wizard. And as the lovely DM and has so already mentioned, I am the new homegrown Sephira. As he like, goes down, like, I flick it up into his nuts. And as he goes, like, hunches over in pain, I'm assuming, I bring an elbow down on the back of his head. Roll the hit on that. That is... Wait, what did you roll to hit in your first quarter staff? Oh, I did not roll the hit on the first quarter staff. Oh, you gotta roll the hit on the first quarter staff. Well, then we'll just, I'll just use the roll I just did for that. That's a, yeah, just So that was roll. a 23. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit. That hits. And this is a 22. They both hit. And then I need to roll a d4. All right. That is five damage. And then I am going to use uh, Hand of Harm. Roll another d4. That's another five damage. So another 10 damage. So 20 in 20 total? 20 in total. And uh, f five fuck? was necrotic. Oh my god. Okay. What the fuck is As this? you do that, <laughs> two things I love happen. This class. One, he doubles over in pain as he gets like his first like actual chunk of damage taken. And he's like, fuck. Is it, he steadies himself after saying that. He's like, oh, you made me swear. How crude. And you see a streak, a little bit of white hair as the ne necrotic damage takes hold, and he's just, like, not looking 
as perfect as he once was. He still is standing quite tall. And so that was my surprise uh, round, right? Yes, that was your surprise. So now round. my normal round. Yeah. Now your normal I round. Didn't. Uh, yeah. uh, is it, did anyone get initiative above? Yeah, I'm gonna get initiative 15? above 15 before. I... I'm up now. Oh, you did. You did, Pete. There's okay, three so people. Okay, is up next. You're up now. You're up now. There are three people. There are the two surprised goons, and what well, one of the goons being Cranberry, and the other one, just for your information, being Lemonade. Uh, and the nameless guild member who's clearly their like head honcho. And they are they are kind of stunned as this attack went off, and you are now the first one to jump up and figure out what you're gonna do, and, like defend your boy or whatever. I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Blade Song. Um, and then I'm going to use Ooh. my oh, yeah. action to cast. Are they like all near each other? They're all near each other. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Green Flame Blade on Cranberry. Ooh. Cranberry is a goon that has red hair. Red hair like cranberry juice. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I didn't even want to do this. I just think my guy's cool. Like, man, I don't want to fight. You will fight, Cranberry. If you are going to be the crony of someone as perfect as me, you will fight. And what, how much are you going to have rolled a hit for? I rolled, hold on, let me, let's see what my plus is, it's plus five, I rolled a 23. 23 hits, uh, as, as you're doing that, Drew's like, hey, hey guys, like, if you're gonna fight, could you, like, fight outside of the bar, like, the beer's in here, man, like, try not to mess with the brew, like, like, please, please leave, I, I like that, like, like, like it if you leave. Get out of here, man. Please. <laughs> I did seven piercing to Cranberry, and I did seven fire damage as well. Which I'll have hit. I'll have it spread to the the guy. I don't know his name. Because we did, weren't told his name. Oh, to, uh, to the guy you don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you see Cran at this point gets knocked out. He takes one hit, and he's just on the ground, sprawled, spread eagle. But as the green flame blade goes into uh, the guy whose name you don't know's range, you just kind of see it wash over him. And maybe his eye, like his the side of his jacket is a little singed, but not much else. He's staring dead at you, though. Well, specifically, he's looking directly at Marcus, but he's just like, Eyeing both of you with death in his eyes. Noitome. Oh, Charlie, you're up. Marcus, you are All up. All right. I am going to. I'm like, oh, looks like it hurts. And uh, for Burns, I would suggest a, a soothing aloe. And then I, uh, I got to smack him across the face with my quarterstaff. Oh, you know, I only use the finest aloe product. Oh, that probably does. Roll to hit. Not. 
Let me roll for something quickly. Oh my god. He just got a nat 20 on this. As a reaction, you see a golden aura surround him. And your quarterstaff, the bottom inches of it that just missed his face, just turn into gold coins and tumble to the floor. So your quarterstaff is now a little shorter than it used to be. And he just kind of scoops up some gold coins and puts it in his pocket. It's like, thanks for the change. All right, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to flurry of blows this guy. Flurry of blows, go for it. Um, that is 20, not that. Uh, uh-huh, I'm just going to roll hits. both because I'm not going to. Yeah, roll both. This is just. It's like, what do you, what do, you do? And then 11. You think I'm you assuming could 11 does not hit again. And as you're saying, you think you punch me, you like, your first fist smacks him in the face, but the second one misses. Deal damage? Uh, we are looking at eight damage. Oh, wonderful. Eight damage. He's looking a little little beat up. He's like, he, that, that ruffled his shirt for sure. And that ruffled his shirt for sure. I was like right across the jaw. I'm like, eh, yes, I, yes, I can, actually. Ignoring the fact they completely whiffed on the second one. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. He's like, oh, but I believe you missed your second one. No, the thing and is, I, I can't do also believe as a doctor. I can't to kill, go. so I need to be very careful about how I hit people. Oh, because it's a doctor. Very easy to kill people. I don't believe I've ever seen you in my father's employ. Well, yes, because your father well, probably employs one of those hokey, folky cleric morons. Uh, oh, what did you just crazy. say? Oh. Look, look, you're probably fine, but the, trust me, trust me. You meet the other ones; they're all morons. Oh, you didn't, you didn't pass through school, did you? No, because I found a better way to do it that doesn't make me tired after I heal a single person. Oh, I knew I didn't like you for a reason—a dropout. Oh, you find such funny things down in the boonies. Technically, an expulsion. And as a bonus action. He, as a Sephira, expands his domain. And you just see instantly all around you guys, it just looks like everything is shiny and gold. The floors are brandished. He is the King Midas of his own five feet. It hasn't changed the people itself in it. But Charlie, I need you to roll... uh, Actually, you know what? He just does this. That's how the class works. You see just bullets in the shape of gold coins just fly at you and you take eight damage he just does that a bludgeoning there's no uh, roll whatsoever when when you're in the sphere it happens every turn i'm just trying to figure out every turn once a turn as a bonus as a bonus he action. just does eight damage you know he does he rolls it okay sorry double. sorry i was just like connor what <laughs> he's if you haven't noticed he's kind of higher level than you guys so he's rolling the 2d6 when it upgrades, but he rolls 2d6 when you're in his domain. Is that for okay? Everyone in the, for, for everyone in no, the domain? No, just for you. He chose you because okay, he hates sorry. you. And then he takes a good look at Teori and says, you're next, young man. Is he attacking and Marcus or Teori? Wax and tries to hit you, Charlie, with his uh, with the small knife he just produces. He tries to attack you. And he's acting Marcus, sorry. He's not even looking at Marcus anymore. He just thinks Marcus is just done. And he absolutely whiffs because of his haughtiness. 
He just fucking. Oh, okay. that was he say. just whips. And then you see a uh, lemonade. I just wanted to make sure I had that right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what he does. He just thinks Marcus sick. is so below. He's pretty him, sick. But he's just like, oh, this guy will just die if I throw my knife out. Literally, just like I just like swatted. Yeah. I just swatted away. Yeah, absolutely. I just swatted away with my quarter staff, like lazily, like. Come on. Now. Also, wait. Are the coins or are the coins a uh, a ranged attack? Uh, they are a ranged attack. Or a spell. A ranged attack, essentially. Can I use deflect missiles? Uh, yeah. You can like because you just didn't know what was happening. You can do it. Okay. We'll do that next time. Le yeah, lemonade. I just like lemonade. Do the thing. Lemonade with his brilliant yellow hair. Kind of disappears. Looks like he ducks behind the bar, and he's doing something funky back there, but you guys can't see. Now it is Lyndon's turn. Drew is, uh, is Drew still behind the Drew's bar? Drew's behind the bar, and he's just kind of like looking at Lemonade, like, what the fuck? Oh, did I not do Noitum? Sorry, Noitum's up. Okay, well, wait a sec. Jimmy, you're up, and then and then Rich. I'm back. Hello. Jimmy, you go. Okay. Um. So, Lyndon just jumped behind the bar? Uh, not Lyndon. Lemonade. Or, uh, fuck. I I jump behind the bar as well. Where does he like land? Can can I see where he was like going before he turned invisible? Uh, he didn't ever turn invisible. He just kind of like dove like a little sneaky boy. He tried to like stealth like a road. Okay, well I'm trying to place myself in between, uh, like kind of like three points of contact. Myself, uh, unnamed man, and the door. Yes, got like it. Like a straight line. So you can jump and. He'll be, like, further behind the bar towards, like, the back of the, the tavern establishment, and you'll be between him and the door. Okay. Um, roll perception check quickly. Uh, that's not good. Ten. Ten? Okay. You clock that he's, like, behind the bar, and he, like, quickly moved his hands back into his, like, back onto his weapons, but you don't know what he was doing before that. Like, he didn't have his hands on and his And did weapons. his initial stealth roll beat my passive perception? Yes. It was like a 19. Make sure. Yeah, definitely not. What's your passive perception? Also, 15. Uh, he was behind the bar, so you would have like known he's doing something sneaky, but you wouldn't be able to see what it is. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 I just so more meant him going. T I meant more. Was I aware that he went behind the bar? Yeah, you were. You were. That's why I said you were. Oh, okay. Um, the whole the whole shebang here that I'm gonna do with passive perception is that it's gonna alert you that something's happening, but then you're gonna have to roll. So if it's like to see exactly what it is and how much you see. Okay. Um, so, as I jump behind the bar, the unnamed man, his his hair turned kind of white, right? His hair is turned a little whiter. Because that's just like the effects of the necrotic damage that Marcus inflicted on him. He, he hasn't I noticed see. it yet. Not only do you smell terribly, but your hair... Have you even noticed it's changing color? What did you say about my perfect hair? And that is my, uh, that is my cast of dissonant whispers. Oh. Like, in his ear. Oh. So, um, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Rolling for him now, and he rolled an 11. Okay, so the save was a 13. Oh. Oh. He takes, uh, let me roll 3d6. So he takes six damage, uh -huh. but he also has to use his reaction to move 
his speed, like, as far as his speed allows, away from Oh, so he's, like, trying to get out of the bar. And so I get an opportunity you attack, You do. Correct? Absolutely. All right. I am going to try to smack him with the quarterstaff. Does a 26 yes. count? To 25 what count. What is okay. your to hit bonus? Plus oh six. My God. I rolled a 19. Gosh darn monks. Um, yes. And, my poor and sweet boy whose name you haven't asked. <laughs> roll my D. We don't need to ask his name. <laughs> oh, off the table. Uh, that is another eight damage. Uh, fifteen does not hit. Uh, and you rolled eight damage in total. Yep. With that, you kind of bring him to like one knee for a second. But he just books it out of there. And you see kind of like as he runs, he needs to make a roll for this. His domain blinks out. And the golden coins that were on the floor just kind of become part of like a quarterstaff again. It's just like the end nub. but it's And it's no longer attached, but it's wood again. And he's just like, fuck. He starts to drag. He's like, crap, we got to get out of here. Lemony, come on. We must go. The dissonant whispers of me telling him that his uh I gotta his use my shampoo. White, my shampoo. It um it, it racks him with terrible pain. Oh god. <laughs> oh, the pain. My products, my conditioning. As he's running away, uh, can I can I make my uh my, my course have attack be like I just trip him and he just falls like face first. Just flat. Yeah, he falls, he gets back up, he's like, No, oh my perfect suit. You'll pay for this. I'll get you. I swear. Lemonade, come. You don't even know my name. And Lemonade's just like trying to get out, but Lemonade like hasn't <laughs> been able to move yet. And he's like trapped between Noyato. He's like, oh, I'll get him later. Come on, Cran. And he drags Cran. And you see him run out of the bar. And he says, if my name isn't Harold Hair Lossington, I swear, I'll get you. <laughs> that seems like quite an ironic name. And he, he fades in the distance. And combat is over. Unless you guys want to just yeet this one guy trapped behind the bar. He's like, hey, come on, guys. Come on, guys. I don't want to do it. Can I, like, just walk over to him and, like, just do a, a quick, like, pressure point jab in the side of his neck just to knock Actually, him Actually, wait. Before before he goes unconscious. All right. I, never mind. I can't stop that. Uh, That's, like, a medicine check plus a roll to hit. Like, <laughs> you just, All right. if you want a specific pressure point. <laughs> you got a little medicine. So to hit is a twelve, uh-huh. and then medicine is a uh, eighteen. Yeah, the medicine allows you to figure out that hey, if you hit him in the head, he'll probably get knocked out. <laughs> you just whack him in the head. <laughs> roll right, roll for damage. He doesn't have a lot. He is a a little weakling boy. Uh, seven. Seven knocks him down. He only had five health. Look at that. So I, I would have knocked him down a melee. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I have plus four to my melee attack. Yeah, he's just fucking arms. boinked. And you see this <laughs> this man in a slightly less nice less nice jacket sprout on the floor and just like knock the fuck out. I like take out of my pocket like some some herbs and bandages and just like drop them on him and goes. For later. And, and Drew kind of comes back. He's like, oh, bro, thank God, man. Like, those guys kind of suck. This is like an Explorer's Bureau town. Like, 
when the guildies come here, that's like not cool, bro. <laughs> here, here's another round in the just... house, and you see him kind of like reach over Lemonade's like prone body, and like take out the, uh, a new tanker. And he's like, "This is the good stuff. I've been saving this for a special occasion, but like, I think this earned it. You got those fucking guildies out of here." And he pours each of you a glass. What is the beer's name again? The beer's name? Drew's yeah. Cruise Brew. Okay. Um, I want to leave a note on... Uh, what's the passed out? Is he lemon? Lemonade. Lemonade. I want to leave a note on him saying, be sure to tell your friends about Drew's Cruise Booze. <laughs> um, yes! <laughs> and as I write that, I turn to Drew... And I say, if you'll let this crew drink for free, I will be your mascot of Drew's Cruise. I'll take that as a deal. I thought we already had that deal, man, but like, double deal, dude. Well, I took, I kind of said that I'd take it as I started a fight and then he kind of ran off and I didn't want to like assume anything. I just wanted to put it in stone. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll write up a contract, man. He kind of goes behind the bar. He comes back with like this paper of like, literally written in crayon like noi plant guy mascot full likeness owned by drew i sign it plant guy <laughs> yes <laughs> he's like sweet and he just pins it on his fridge he's <laughs> like, <laughs> like my mom's gonna love that one okay guys rounds on me rounds on me well, I mean, that was part of the contract, is that you give us all your rounds for free. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, <laughs> let, me, let me have some showmanship, okay? And Robbie Slobberson is just kind of in the back. He's like, can I have one, guys? I kind of want to drink. Get that man out of here. <laughs> Robbie's like, no, and runs out. Uh, he's like, I guess I'll get the Prey run before you guys and show that I'm the superior adventurer. If you get to Prey run before us, then I'll have a long time. You bet it, Buster. And he's gone. He kind of picks up his little backpack. He's got like that double strap look where he's holding both of them and he's got the little belt buckle for his backpack. And he runs out with his little tweed jacket ass. Well, it seems like we have a race afoot. Do you guys drink the beer? Hell yeah. Everyone bought oh, a yeah. And then Drew as well, he takes a glass, gives it a clink and straight down the hatch come on come on guys down the hatch let's do it how wait 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 so can i just like pour it over my leaves and like absorb it oh yeah absolutely you can just like give yourself a little like pull out a little like metal big flask looking like thing and then just kind of bathe yourself in the alcohol to absorb it perfect and after you guys down it you're feeling like nice and Drew comes up to you, Lynn, and he's like, bro, like, what are you doing here, man? Like, I haven't seen someone like you in a while. And he's starting to slur his words, like, it's feeling great to see someone who's so cool. And I need everyone to roll a constitution saving throw. Can I, um, oh, whoever looks the drunkest cast guidance? Uh, yeah, you can. I would say Marcus probably looks the drunkest. Okay, I cast Guidance on Marcus. Lyndon, you straight up start feeling your vision go black. 
I get a 10. You get a 10? Noyatome, same thing. Wait, hold up. I yep. forgot. Still, I can also add my Wizard Mods without making 11. And Drew's like, well, what? this isn't like what the beer's supposed to do, man. And he's gone. Tiori and Marcus, what'd you roll? I roll. Wait, is it plus anything or no? Constitution saving throw. Oh, it's a constitution saving throw? Yeah. Uh, I rolled an 11. 11? Same thing. You're fading fast. Marcus, what'd you get? As a 15. Oh, yes. With a 15, you're unsteady on your feet and your vision is fading, but you have enough time to look around and figure out what's happening. You, you feel like you have like a minute, and I'm going to start counting now. Can I do the smelling salts to try and knock myself up? <laughs> yes, roll medicine check. Oh my god, that's amazing. 22. You know the smelling salts will help. <laughs> All right, do the smelling salts. You get another minute. All right, I'm looking around, uh, trying to see if like someone's casting magic or something. Uh, no one's casting magic. You roll a pers- is everyone, everyone else falling asleep or is it just us You're like on pretty much amphetamine smelling salts right now, just like keeping yourself awake. <laughs> like, like soldiers <laughs> fucking like with 36 hours sleep preparation. Nazi Germany yeah, yeah. fucking mess. You're like, you're blind out, your eyes are getting red. Uh. Like, oh fuck. Ah, investigation, roll investigation. You have, you have little time, your, your vision is starting to get hazy in the right, right eye. Um, that is a 11. 11. You notice that it's definitely something funky with the beer, and you look behind the bar where the beer came from, and you see that lemonade is right there, right next to that beer. And he had done something funky during the combat. Oh, God damn it! Um, I am going to try and... Oh, oh, could I... You're hitting a minute and a half right now. Just just fight this with more, more uppers. uppers. How many uppers can do you I have? Can I just fight this with more? <laughs> roll another medicine I don't check know, to see how I many was, uppers I, you have. Can I roll to see how many roll more uppers check. I have? Just of like any drugs yeah. that are uppers? Uh, you don't have eight. any. I'm assuming I have none. More uppers. Fuck. <laughs> if only you hadn't given the other one to Brett. <laughs> Brett Summer, like, sniffing in the corner. Oh, well, I, like, I fold up my, uh, I, I fold up my, um, my lab coat into a pillow. Pass it right out. Rest my head on that. Absolutely. And you peacefully <laughs> drift away. And you dream of lollipops, <laughs> uppers, and downers. Uh, Linden, this is a special ability that the Sephira class has. I think level two? What's the name of it? What did I call it? Uh, so what we called it was, uh, I, I have to read forged through will. this. Where did I put it in here? Uh, forged will. There it is. So when unconscious, I can issue yes, my body so a single word command that will follow to the best of its ability. You, you're giving your body as you're about to go unconscious. I'm just going to issue it the command of, if possible, can I say guard so that if something oh, happens, you are like I can just there, like before I fully pass out, just ready, ready a and sort you're of just defense. Just kind of like a little stand. lord boy standing there with. I assume you have like a fencing sword or a rapier. War pick. You have a war, war pick. pick, and you're just standing there, head yeah. lolled to the side, eyes closed, holding it ready. You guys are passed out for about a couple hours, and. 
well, an undetermined amount of time. And faintly in the background, I'm going to say that because Lyndon and Tiori kind of trance, but I mean, Lyndon stays pretty much with sheer will standing upright, and Tiori more likely trances than sleeps most times. You I can't can, sleep. You can't sleep? Impossible. I'm an elf. Elves can't sleep. You Can, can elves get knocked no, out? I also don't. You can't sleep? I mean, you're the one that told oh me God. I don't sleep. None of you can fucking sleep, but you're passed out. You kind of are like in a paralyzed How? trance. Like, you know stuff is going on in the background, but your body is not responding, and you're just like trancing as you normally would when you sleep. I mean, when I sleep, I can't sleep. It's when you take a rest, as per D and D five E mechanics, you hear the voices and hustle and bustle of the celebrations outside, kind of start to like get bigger for a bit, and like become more boisterous, and then slowly start to trickle off until eventually it's nighttime and it's silent. The sky is dark, and the fog drifts begin to freeze the tops of the town, and it goes from, like, kind of a a brisk weather to, like, just straight chilly that you all begin to stir. Marcus is currently still knocked the fuck out because those drugs did a goddamn number on him, but the rest of you are beginning to stir and wake up, and you heard you're like, dude... My beer's not that good, man. I said it was creating a bond better than death, but I didn't want to fucking die from that, dude. And he just, like, throws up in the corner. He's like, Bleh. Oh, God, man. Bro, Lyndon, help me, man. Help me, dude. Yeah, you're waking up. Your body's I'm staying straight up. Uh, your head just at this point again. Attention. You're like, oh, oh! Oh, what the? Oh. Good job by me, suppose. Okay, great. Uh, yes, I'm gonna walk over, uh, and help Drew up to his feet, give him like a reassuring like pat on the upper arm, shoulder area, and you know, kind of look in the eyes. No, like, man, I'm not. You good? What the fuck do they put in my brew, dude? Nothing good. Something uh, that definitely ruined the purity. Oh hell yeah! You're ready for this one. Uh, I described that, but you guys were asleep for about like ten to twelve hours, and now it's like the middle of the night. What what did you roll, Lyndon? A six. Oh, the sweet sexy six. six. You go over and you just start tipping over all of his beer. Like I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. What is in this beer? I need to do tests on this man. And Drew's like next to you, like, yeah, dude, we gotta test the beer. We gotta test the beer. And you guys start just pounding drinks again. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sorry, Before he uh, tries to do that, can I just, like, hit any beer he tries to it, drink man. out of his hand? No. No. Well, listen, Lyndon, no, we can let, we can let no. Drew test his beers. We're the ones that need to move on. You say that, but I would like to speak to Lin to Drew well, a little bit. Sometimes we almost have inner conversations with ourselves. Who's oh. Jimmy? You know what I mean. Yeah, man. Who's Jimmy? 
I just want this beer. You fucking. You have that beer. As you slap no. him, he just begins to throw up again. He's like, uh, it's. Yeah, as you slap the beer, he just begins no, to not cry. Not slapping him, I'm again. slapping the beer. <laughs> He's just like, no, my precious beer. I push a trash can. I push a trash can yeah, over you gotta, him. Like, snake your, snake your plant limbs around the trash can and just push it. He's like, thanks. I knew you were the best mascot. Of course. Can I shape like the uh, air around Marcus to have right. whatever chemical is, like, property that smelling salts have? Right now, right? It's just kind of anything. But it's more of a brief, okay. like it's a fluid um, manipulation. You would have to have kind of like knowledge of it, and the way I kind of want the domain to work, and I know it's gonna like become more solid as like you figure out and do things as your character. You can't just like do anything. It should be like in a theme. So like like the theme would be like for for Harold Harlossington is like gold. Like his will is golden. Like everything he's doing is kind of like becoming gold. So if you want to be like the fluid manipulation type of guy, like and like you, you want to have that like kind of imprinted domain, this would be like the first step towards it. It would be like a constant conscious decision you are making. And I'll let you do it, but like that that's the sort of thing to like think about. We can talk more later. But I will let you roll medicine to figure out how to try to compose smelling salts. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> no, you, you try to form something. Okay, Charlie is back. Marcus begins to stir at this point as you kind of like Lyndon tries to make smelling salts out of midair. And he's like, smell this, Drew. And Drew kind of takes a sniff. I shouldn't have spoke for you, but Drew takes a sniff, and he's like, "It smells like shit, dude. It smells so bad." And he just begin continues throwing up. No. Well, are are you more awake <laughs> I now? I guess I don't know, man. Just let me drink my beer. I gotta test it. <laughs> Bro, you're being such a bad friend no. right now. Oh, absolutely. You. I'm going to step aside for a minute to Wait, go get him go some to the water. sink. <laughs> Try to open <laughs> as you push the lever to get some water from the sink. It's just more beer. He looks beneath it, and it's just a tankard of beer beneath his sink. <laughs> he washes all of his dishes with his beer. <laughs> no, dude, only the liquor of the gods, Any man. Water at all. All right. Well, I, can I go back into his distillery and find the point where he like as, as, puts as the beer he's like into the water? To do that, I, I try to stop him and be like, "We need to get on the road. We we've, we've been uh, stagnant for too long." I Marcus like gets up, like a big yawn, stretch, put the put the lab coat back on, take out my canteen, drink some water. So, yep, we should be off. It's a good rest. Very well. Then, before we leave, I'm gonna walk over. Wait, to did Drew I get? Did we get the effects say, of a long rest? All right. Well, it would appear you that got knocked out by drugs. <laughs> yeah, but I put you a blanket. You took amphetamines. <laughs> you had a very yes, un exactly. unrestful sleep. So we got the effects of a short rest. <laughs> I'll give you a short rest. Yeah. All right. Cool. I am going to roll two hit die. Are you guys exiting the the tavern at this point? 
the, the fallen fern i'm exiting the tavern with the mindset of exiting the town Wonderful. like i'm uh ad- trying to be yeah, on my way absolutely um as you guys exit the tavern i would assume as a group you see that you're hanging back for a sec cool as the three of you i'm actually going to hang back for a second you see that the whole festival has just kind of pretty much collapsed in drunken revelry as it always does peter the pie guys pie cart is absolutely demolished once again you see a passed out joseph walnut just like so fat from all the pies like comically he has like blueberry lipstick around his lip you see that the shifty uh trench coat guy is actually kind of still there doing the same fucking thing just like darting in and out freaked out like someone's gonna look at him uh you see that there is goose shit everywhere and goose feathers but like the goose that you saw running around is nowhere to be found and still sitting at the entrance that you walked into the town noitom is baron omaha's uh caravan and it looks like he's uh kind of getting ready to do something uh, how far uh, away is he? Probably, like, quarter mile. Like, you kind of see, like, the lights of the caravan. It's one of the only lights that are on still in the town. And do I know that it is towards the direction we want to go? Uh, like, you'd have to ask him. Or is it... It looks like he's getting ready to leave. But you can infer that because this is the only outpost city, that you'd be going back up north. And on your travels, because you did travel from far away, uh, you had to travel through Prime Run to get here. So that's pretty much the only way to, only way for him to go. Baron, I I slither as fast <laughs> as I can go, uh, trying to bring the others with me. Baron, it's like, hello. Well, nice to see you again. And before you get into that conversation, let's go back to what's happening with Lyndon. Lyndon, what are you saying to Mister Drew? Okay, it would appear that we're running out of time here. Is there a brewer or another friend that I can catch up with in the other town? I really would well, like to get to understand I, the I, inner, I, I inner guess working. You might have been this, a little you know? isolated, man. But, like, in Praemoron, you'll find a friend in the library. I got some buddies there. Just tell him Drew sent you. All right. Well, well, thank you, Drew. Uh, I would very much recommend no, it's my against brew. drinking any more of this beer. No. But no matter what not. I say, I, I am an irrational really man no with an irrational love for. Sorry, with a rational love for his brew. Marcus is just like, look. All I'm saying is that as your doctor, you you need to slow down. you're a pediatrician, man. I don't take word from no shrink. Okay. I'm going to pat him lightly on the back a couple times and say, all right, well, sweet dreams whatever, there, buddy. Uh, enjoy your beer. Take, you know, Would you mind if I take one for the road? That, we drank. That, that, that beer's bad. And to add to your inventory, a small tankard of poisoned ale. I purify it. <laughs> You're not there, bitch. <laughs> Do I smell metagaming? Do I... <laughs> Sniff out some trickery? Oh, oh my god, you most certainly do. Oh, no. <laughs> For I am some metagame. <laughs> so metagame is a character that doesn't come until episode 5, Jimmy. 
Jesus. Oh shit, I, I missed that on the script. Fuck. <laughs> Throw it away and, or just hold on to it or something and reach out my hand to him again to extend a firm handshake Absolutely. and say, give him another mm, thank you, Drew, for all of your assistance. Boom, slap, clink, whatever you want to call the perfect handshake, and you're out of there. Uh, you Let's have everyone kind of catch up to Baron Omar. He's like, well, nice to see you. I, I believe I just dropped you off. What are you doing here again? And yet I want to be out of this city once again. Well, I guess it is just a pit stop. I've got my cargo, and he points his hand in. Michelle, my shell, Michelle, whatever you want to call it. And I, I would say I'm ready to go. And uh, You're just going to take us like that. I mean, will you pay me some gold? Any of you got gold? This is a hearty bunch you have here. You know me, I'm a plant. I have no gold. True, but you did have nice curry. You did have nice curry. But you were just making fun of my curry as I was leaving last time. Yeah, it was kind of a neg sort of thing. So that you would bring more of it so I could sell it for money. You think I... I, I, I go closer. I go closer to him. I know you just wall yourself off when you're feeling happiness inside yourself. Uh... You two deserve to be happy. Roll and... Printing. He breaks down a little bit. He lowers his walls for half a second. I know I, d I deserve it, but... Composes himself. The job... The, the job comes first. And, uh... If, if you, you... You'd be, uh... Willing to spare a couple coins or something to pay for your trip. I'd be willing to spare my services in protecting this caravan, as would the rest of us I look around Well, us. you guys are Explorers Bureau, right? I mean, I guess perspective. That is, uh, that is what you are. Does that not mean anything to that you? That means it's your duty. Oh. Your, your right, even. Your job. To, uh, protect my caravan and me. And your job is to bring us from place to place. No, my job's to go where my job takes me. But if you want to come along. If I may, if it's our job to protect you, doesn't a job usually like include some sort of salary? So no, wouldn't, if we offer our protection, wouldn't you be paying us? But in order I've for seen no money past... from the Bureau of yeah, Bureaus. You guys have that little flame stupid stuff, right? So think of us as an investment. I will uh take a loan. We'll uh you get that in writing? I'll I'll talk to the central bank and or the I'll get the guild guild on this one. And if you uh you swear by the guild and read this contract, I'll I'll take you up on commission. Let me see your contract. He hands you a standard boilerplate like caravan uh rider contract that he just kind of like scribbles a couple lines out that typically it just it looks like what he scribbled out says like you pay a couple gold and it says upon loan and commission from later uh later purchase guaranteed by the economics guild how much uh it's only like three gold per person but essentially, he's just kind of like converting it into a favor he's going to ask of you. Okay. Well, if you agree, I'm saying to the rest of the party, I trust the Baron. He will get us there. 
No, it's not Barrett. It's Mr. Omaha. Thank you. I, I, I must insist. He's so happy you called him the Baron. He's like beaming. <laughs> He's like, oh my god. Someone knows someone knows how important I am. And you guys start off. His caravan to give a better picture of it is looks like Oregon Oregon Trail, sort of like old prairie caravans and um what would they be called? Carts? What are they, what are they called? The, the carts? carts? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's a different name for them. Wagons. Wagons, wagons. that's the name. Like old prairie wagons. But there's a magical formation on each of them, and you see kind of like these white crystals that are embedded into the spokes of the wheels that just kind of like push everything forward. You kind of see like the little... Do I recognize this crystal? Uh, yeah, roll an arcana check. A 16. Absolutely. These are Ethereum crystals, and you would know from your upbringing that these crystals are used in many magical purposes as the fuel for uh, magical formations and spells, like long-term stuff. Like, for this, in this example, you can clearly tell that there's some etching on the wheels that surrounds where the slot of the Ethereum crystal is placed that essentially powers a very simple move-forward sort of rune or enchantment. And when, when he kind of, like, does a little click in the control booth of the front wagon, the Baron Omaha, Mr. Baron Omaha, can make the wagons move forward and kind of steer it now do these crystals are they like something that drain over time that need to be replaced like batteries or are they, they like something that you pop they it into place okay. very slowly depending on the enchantment like like this simple thing those crystals are going to last probably generations but if it was something super complicated or like they were used as like a raw material for spells or spell casting uh it would they would maybe break or drain very quickly what if i were to like this is way out of character but like what if i were to research like ethereum crystals would i be able to like put them into overdrive on these wheels and make them go like a hot wheel car oh you absolutely would and drain them yeah, super would. fast if you, if you figured out and you were able to edit the enchantment on the wheels <laughs> you'd be able to make them go super duper fast you don't you don't know that that would require some like wizard study like the closest to be able to understanding that would probably be Tiori, who, if I'm not mistaken, has a little bit of Ethereum of his own, and he he doesn't really know a lot about Give us it. Your but Ethereum. Tiori, don't you have a little bit on your on your on your person? Yeah, I do. It's uh, literally on my uh, my, my yeah, person. Yeah, he's got a little bit of Ethereum. And you didn't notice this before. He's kind of been hiding it. Well, not really hiding it, but not really showing it. But at night, it's glowing faintly. And you see a small embedded crystal of Ethereum in his hand. And it looks, if you look closely at it, it kind of looks like veins are kind of forming around it on his, on his hand. It looks like it's like almost merging with his hand. You ever seen, I mean, you know how that fucking guy, little Uzi Vert, has like a $24 million diamond yep. embedded in his forehead. That that was removed, okay, actually. Was removed. It's kind of like that, but almost merged with his with his hand. Wasn't it stolen I think that was just Well, I think it was, but he got it back, and then they didn't re-implant it. It's like a fan at a concert, like literally like raked it off his head. Uh, you guys are on the caravan with Baron Omaha, 
headed towards uh, Framerun. And this is about a three to four hour journey. And I'll give you guys some time if you want to chat or like talk amongst yourselves for about the first like hour and a half. Just kind of going quickly by. Okay. But if you have anything you want to do particularly. Tio. Yes. I've seen stones like that before. Where? But never one implanted in someone like that. Uh, to be honest with you, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. I kind of just woke up. This was uh, here, and I had uh, no memory of anything else. And I've been trying to figure out what's up with that for, for uh, some time. It's so. quite interesting because... One of my Marcus is first... taking out a scalpel. I, I I could help figure out what's going on with that. One of my first memories was pulling these out of me. Really? Do you know that I I had a dream about you before meeting you? No. Tell me about this dream. Maybe we're connected in some way. I I uh, I saw a sentient plant in my in my dream. That I certainly am. I'd never seen a sentient plant before. It kind of freaked me out. And then I saw you at the... In the middle of town with all those people. Just walking about. Well, I had... Some sort of mission. But it did not come to fruition. Lovebirds. Uh, Mr. Lovebirds back there. If you could, uh... Be a little quieter. We're, we're entering some... I would say rough patch between the Primeron and Strindsburg. There's been some hooligans, to say the least, hiding about here recently. I cast Guidance on uh, the Doctor. On Marcus? Yep. Uh, Marcus, what are you trying to do? You hear Mr. Omaha telling you that there is some hooligans hanging around these parts. And he, he kind of gives you a wink, actually, when he's looking at you. He's like, I heard there's some trials that upcoming adventurers would perhaps have to face. That maybe some challenge they could <sighs> overcome to become true initiates. Wink. And he actually says wink as he does that. <laughs> oh my god. Just every day. Every day. Get a wink. In my office. Ugh. Uh, and I'm going to look around and see if I see it. Like, I'm going to kind of... So I'm going to... Is this like a covered wagon? This is a covered wagon. Situation? This is a very like prairie wagon. I'm gonna flip up on top of it, like standing in one of the ribs that like holds it up. Uh huh. And you're gonna just kind of like look peer out. Um, I'm gonna survey. Yeah, the survey of the area. Roll a perception check. All right, and I've guided, yep. so I got a D4, right? Eighteen. 18? 18 is enough to spot movement in the brush in front of you. You don't see exactly what it is, but you see uh, movement. Alright, there's something moving up in front. Everyone be ready. About how far out is it? About. I'm not that great with like distances. 50 feet forwards in front of you. 50 feet about. Uh, yeah, I, you guys I, 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 um, I use thaumaturgy. Oh, what do you say? My voice booms three times as loud, and I say, Stand clear. 
and let us pass. We do not mean any of you harm. You, you hear from the bushes a single voice say, Oh, jeez, I think we should stand back. These guys seem like they mean business. And then another one. Do I recognize the voice? No, absolutely not. Okay. And then another one says, Gosh damn it, Bone Boy. You were supposed to say hidden. They were clearly being stupid. As as I hear them like speaking, I cause harmless tremors in the ground. Uh, around it, using thaumaturgy again. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. oh the God. ground is shaking. Oh no! I think we should run away. Then you hear it just. Meanwhile, like... I'm just now sitting cross-legged on top of the of the the wagon. You hear a slap as a woman's voice just catches your ears. Oh boy, you idiot! It seems that we've been discovered. I believe we should make our introduction now. And then you almost like hear literal theme music that just kind of sounds like a xylophone almost as one guy walks out beating his chest with two xylophone things and is, he is adorned completely in an outfit made of bone. And following him are three other figures. One woman adorned in bone holding a ivory knife one smaller like child almost with a cape and like a mask made out of bone uh, who's got two massive ivory gauntlets and he's like for I am the humorous huntsman as the guy with his xylophone is banging his chest this is my woman femur fatale this is and these are our two accomplices Metatarsal man and the man with the bone gloves smashes his hands together like boom. And our sidekick, Bone Boy, that's me! And he's just got a cape and is a little, like, uh, comic book bone insignia on the back. <laughs> like, we're gonna take all of your money! As, as that happens, can I cast silence on them? <laughs> okay, Lyndon, what are you doing? I'm going to immediately expand my domain. Wait, hold uh, up. No, I'm not actually going to do that yet. Wait, does it's my domain hurt feet, allies so it's like around pretty me? Close. Okay. Okay, well, I'm just going to whip yep. it out now, Perfect. and I'm going to shoot I'm a damage take type out, for now as like, psychic. I'm going to take out one of my darts in my hand, and for flavor, my darts are actually just these like metal balls. <laughs> like, like just a metal baseball, basically. Awesome. Because <laughs> non-lethal. Um, uh, before you do anything, Noito, you wanted to cast silence? Yes, directly on, um, who is the first person, like, There is who, the humorous who? huntsman, who's, like, the leader, who's got, like, this xylophone-looking getup that he's, like, banging in a little, little tune, and he's, like, standing in front of your caravan. There's, like, the woman standing beside him with an ivory knife, femme fatale, and then there's metatarsal man with ivory gauntlets, and bone boy with a cape. So I want to cast silence centered on the guy, the first guy with the xylophone. Got it. What does silence do? Wouldn't silence get all. Silence stops. Big. No, silence stops all sound, uh, within a twenty-foot radius sphere of uh, where I center it. Absolutely, you get all of them, and you just see Metatarsal Band. Sorry, the humorous huntsman. Keep yappering on, like very clearly making a prominent declaration about the superiority of the bone 
but he's completely cut off. And you hear, like, oh. essentially you hear, we will take every... B-. Nothing. <laughs> How far away are they? Now about 30 feet away in front of you. The caravan right. is kind of slow to a stop as Baron Obaha is kind of assessing the situation. He's like, uh, let me be clear. I did say that you guys in the contract would have to deal with this. I mean, that was the forefront of what I uh, offered to you, so right, let us I, step forward. I, I get up, just kind of like spin, twirl around my quarterstaff, and then just go, oh, well, this is going to hurt. And I uh, jumps off. I jump off the, uh, the, the wagon and go to get ready to engage in combat. Absolutely. Um, oh my god, please let us fuck these guys up. <laughs> Is everyone getting off the caravan? Terry, are you? Can I cast can I cast mage armor? Yes, you can. Head? You see that at this point, as you guys are getting off, the humorous husband is like kind of figuring out that no he can't hear himself talk. And he's like he turns around and he's like he, you don't see him, but he's clearly mouthing like and like motioning like can you guys hear me? Like what the fuck? Like what's happening? This is not right. bone appropriate, guys. And then he turns around, hearing none of that. He starts like pointing at you and being like, waving his little xylophones around in his hands, all angry like. So can I? Are we roll? Are we roll for initiative? Can I yeah, cast like... on him? Like, yeah, absolutely. Roll for initiative. Hell yeah. And uh, how does sounds work? Is it like a concentration thing? Yes. I got a 10. Nat 1, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, so that's a 5. We got uh, a 10 for Jimmy and a 1 for Charlie. Well, 5. 5? Five? Oh. Nat 1's, Nat 1's. Nat 1's be a Nat 1. No, not in, not in, no, not not in initiative. Nat 1 should be Nat 1 for everything. No, no, that's stupid. What did, you, what did the other two get? What did the other two get? I got a twenty. Again. Okay. So. Again? Oh my god. I'm having two people work. Uh, I mean, it's a I'm seventeen plus three. Be two groups. So the first group of them, Metatarsal Man, sorry, the Huntsman and the Femur Femur Fatale, they've got a fifteen, so they are after Peter, after uh, Teori, and then the Hubert's Huntsman and Bone Boy got a three, so they are last. Alright. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Rich, what did you get? Lyndon. 11. So it goes Teori. Oh, I got 11. Both of the, the Femur Fatale and the Humorous Huntsman. Uh, and then it goes Lyndon, Marcus, Noitome. Teori, you're up first. You see these four people in front of you screaming into the void, essentially, getting mad that they can't hear anything. And you guys are in like a relatively open clearing with a cobblestone path that you guys are riding on. I guess I'm gonna have to do it to him. Uh, I cast. I mean, I use my bonus action to cast Blade Song. Oh, do it. I uh, run up forward to them and I cast. Thunder wave. Oh, thunder wave work in the silence. It's oh shit. Does it? 
So all verbal does not work when you're within uh, silence. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. So silence is like a, it's like a bubble. Like a cone of silence. Like it's yeah, just, like it's just like ever present. It's yeah. not like, oh, we silence them. No, no, it's a, no. It's like it's literally a, a bubble of silence. Uh, oh, okay. So if you're, within, if you're within a 20 foot radius of the bone main, uh, then you cannot cast verbal spells. That's funky. Is Thunder Wave a verbal spell? A verbal spell? Uh, pretty much everything. I mean, it's, a, it's also spells a, it's a, a thunder spell, so it's based on sound. So I'm gonna assume it just doesn't work. No, like basically every spell I have is has a verbal component. Basically every spell that exists has verbal <laughs> no, you know, component. Mr. Plant Boy is just fucking you over. <laughs> I'm fucking everyone over. <laughs> uh, so I'm not gonna do. But I mean, if you can cast spells with. Like outside the radius of twenty feet of him. Yeah, that would work. But I don't know how long the range of uh, Thunder Wave is not that far. Uh, it's a small area. Yeah. But that's because Thunder Wave is a, a self spell. Yeah. Like it's oh, from right. yourself. It's a self. Right, it's a self. Yeah. So but like most every other spell will reach further. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you are you entering that I'm radius? I'm so glad I have so many other spells that do the same thing. Uh, no, I'm not entering that radius because I'm useless in that radius. Uh, Let's say, like, no way to tell you that. No way to you can, you can explain it to him, I would assume. I mean, it, I, I wouldn't, like, I feel like he should be able to know based on being yeah. a wizard. Yeah, he, he, yeah, 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 I, I can assume he'd know. Can I, can I restart my turn then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you the DM, Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> I didn't know. You, I you... take control of this battle, and I say that it's one in favor of Noitom. That's not the no one else. That's not the fifth episode, Jimmy. Ah, oh, fuck. Meta Again, Gaming Man doesn't come with fifth when episode. When is the fifth episode? Not this one. Fuck. I, well, am I allowed to swear, or is yeah. that something I should not? You have, have you not heard me swear? This I've is... not kept count. I've, I've sweared a bunch. You can swear. This is a big boy podcast. Ah, well, all you big boys Put out the there. Put the kids to on bed. I am a ghost, and you cannot find me on social media. <laughs> Part of the party is adults only. Put your children to bed. And kids, if you're listening, like put put a fake thing up to trick your parents. Into Has anyone been able to find out them. what kind of voice I've been trying to do with that? I thought, I thought it was Christopher Walken, but now it's I don't it's think Prince so. Merkmer from Disenchantment. Oh. No, <laughs> see, I like blocked Disenchantment out from my brain. Like I, Disenchantment, such a disappointing like show that I basically forced. It <laughs> okay, to not exist back to combat. Head. Teori, what you are you hear doing? Me? Why do we want to go back to combat? <laughs> <laughs> go, do stop. This is, this, is no, this is now a disenchantment watch podcast. We'll do <laughs> wings and disenchantment. <laughs> All right, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, God. I'm going to cast... I don't even remember anything except for the guy with the bone the skeleton thing uh there's the humorous huntsman who's got xylophone arms or xylophone like weapons uh there's nope no 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 no, no. i i'm attacking the kid with the, the kid with the you're attacking bone boy thing. i'm yeah bone boy is is done 
All right, I'm gonna cast. I, I can't find my spells. You see, he's magic kinda like, missile. He's like in a superhero pose right now. Like you know, superhero landing. Like like a superhero. Wait landing wait, pose? are we talking yeah. black black widow? Yes. But deep landing yes. or deep like landing. a deep landing. Like he walked out. It didn't even land. He just did it. He just like like the settled into like it. Like the thing, like the thing, uh, the the new Black yes. Widow made fun of Scarlett yes, Johansson for. Yes. Like, why you always do that? You're such a poser. I oh, mean, that was God. probably the best joke. Ever. That's one of the best jokes Marvels had. Yes, to be exactly. Completely honest. So he's in the Black Widow deep pose. You see his ass like somehow just turn to you guys <laughs> while he's facing you. <laughs> he's like he's got his like leg way out. His oh cape my God, is like so fluttering in the wind. What do you do? Boy, do that have? is not good for your joints. <laughs> All right, I figured out why I couldn't find the spell. I uh, when I figured it out. Now. All right, I'm going. To, <laughs> I dropped my dice. <laughs> All right, I am casting Tasha's Mind Whip on little Bone Boy. Little Bone Boy. That's yeah, it's, it's a. Bone uh, boy. It's an int save. Int save. I roll. I hope he's smart. Oh, he's real smart. With a minus five to his roll of a five, <laughs> he gets a zero. Wait, minus five? I'm joking. He, yeah, able he to has speak. a minus two. He should be able He can't literally be a vegetable. <laughs> he has, he's minus got, he five means three. you're literally like pass. barely sentient. <laughs> yeah, he's tough as the bag of rocks. <laughs> so he takes... Yeah, it's like yes. five. Oh, it must choose on its next turn whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. It only gets one of the three. Well, I'll tell you why. Also, oh, go ahead. he doesn't have a next turn. Oh, oh my god. He's knocked the fuck out by that. Are you going to, like, continue? I had one more thing I was going to do to him, but if he's knocked out, I guess I'll focus you on You can absolutely next. do it if you want to, like, goddamn kill him, because he's, he's passed out on the ground right now. He was a small boy pretending to be a superhero. I don't know what you want. You just beat up a kid. <laughs> Dude, I thought he was a superhero. Why did you hit Dude, I'm a with kid. your sword? <laughs> yes. Connor, my character's a kid, see so him? Like, he, no he looks like, like shocked for a second. Like he's going to do like do something about it. And then he just passes the fuck out. He doesn't even have the chance to like scream. And you guys are they're still in the silence. So you just kind of like see like Metatarsal Man is the only one who notices. And just kind of like looks back and he's like, what the fuck? He just mouse that. You don't as, hear it. As a doctor, I am not a fan of causing psychic damage to a small child. All right. So, uh, who are the? What are the other people? You have left? the Femur Fatale, Much Metatarsal Man, and the Humorous Huntsman. They are like full-grown adults doing this. That was a small child. I am very much small Yes, you attacked a small child. The full-grown, the, the full-grown adults. <laughs> I am very fine with us attacking. <laughs> And hurting. Okay, what do you, it's do you have anything else? It's much easier to hear adults. All right, that, since there's three of them, they all deserve to get part of the best ability in all of the land. The Grace. one and only magic missile. Ooh! Yes! So, uh. Um, hoping for Grease. <laughs> let me just roll the damage on that. True strike? No, I'm trying to figure out the. It, it's your true strike or grease. Grease right, is great. So, I don't know if have a grease. Grease is So great. one of them did grease. two, one of them did three, and one of them did five. Okay, I'm just gonna sign it randomly. Uh, Femur Fatale took like the hard one, so she's down five. She took it in her like breastplate and kind of knocked off like part of her uh -huh, shoulder. Breastplate. Yes. Are you gonna Are you gonna be sexist right now, Charlie? 
Yes. She's no, in full but armor. I'm going to be childish. Wonderful. <laughs> Metatarsal Man took the two, uh, and Cuber's Huntsman took the three. Was the other one a three? I'm also going to use my movement speed to move away from the people I just attacked. Oh. Yeah, you move away. You're like 50 feet away from them now. The next two who rolled are Femur Fatale and the Humorous Huntsman. Uh, does does this aura follow him, or is it based on the point that he was on? It's based it's on the point. point he was on. Okay, so he runs 30 feet forward towards you, Jimmy. Uh, towards you, Noitome. And as he's running out of the field, you like you hear him. He's nothing. And then suddenly, like halfway through the scream, it's like, ah, "I'm gonna get you! You did something to Bone Boy. He's my friend." And he tries to whack you twice with his xylophone hands. Wow, I completely forgot the word for mallets. I am a wonderful orator. Yeah. Artist of oration. Peter the mind. Well, let us let us see what he gets. And a 19. One. One, One hits. hits. He is going to do. The six doesn't hit. You sure? How much? Six damage to you. Okay. A big uh, old bludgeoning to your face. I got a ten to save on the concentration. So I believe that's yep, so that that keeps it. That keeps it. I think. It's, it's, you have to hit a yeah, 10 or above, should. right? Yeah. yeah. And after he hits you, because he's an idiot, he casts Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. He's like, I'm going to get you, man. I'd like to see you, Trump. And next is Femur Fatale. She runs up to... Uh, she tries. She looks like she's trying to get to Tiori, but like he's so far away that he, she just runs right up to Linden, and she rolls to, to stab Linden. Oh, she does. Uh, first, she she's going to take uh, some damage six. from the domain. Psychic? She takes one. I mean, you roll it, actually. I, yeah, I six psychic. You did. You six? Oh, fuck. Yeah, she takes six. She has, like, a Ow! My head! It hasn't hurt this much since I tried to wear that bone crown. Ow! Why? Why does it hurt? And she tries to stab you. That's a 19 hit. <laughs> uh, she stabs yeah, you with I a knife wonder. that does seven damage. Okay. And you kind of feel something funky as the bone cool. kind of gets lodged in the wound. It's like serrated, so you're bleeding a little bit. So at the start of your turn, roll a Constitution saving throw, and if if you fail it, you're gonna bleed a little bit. Uh, now it is Noitom's turn. Chill at home with Noitom. I hate you. Who's you hit Bone Boy! Who is still within the, uh... Metatarsal Man. He's like... He looks like an old-timey boxer. Got the handlebar mustache. And he's got two gauntlets made of bone. Okay. Um... So, I use my feature... Embolden Bond. I can choose two willing creatures within 30 feet of me and create a magical bond among us. Whenever whenever either of us are within 30 feet of each other, they get to add a D4 to an attack roll ability check or saving throw. Okay, yep. Marcus is right next to me, right? Yep. So I choose Marcus and myself. I would say Linden's and also probably like 10 feet away from you guys off to the side. So it says it's, it's, two, it's two willing creatures, so I 
think I have to choose myself as one of them. Is it like I don't a, have to choose. You don't have to, but it's like an empathetic bond sort of deal. Yeah, and I'd like to choose the two of us. Yeah, you choose the two of you. Go for it. While any bonded creature is within 30 feet of uh, each other, which is me and Marcus, once per turn, so I guess uh, as a reaction, I guess, they can roll a d4 and add it to an attack, ability check, or saving throw. Oh, I actually looked into this. It's yeah, that's Charlie. Reaction. You can just do it. It's, yeah, yeah it, it, it's just like a reaction it does not, separate it does from not a reaction. Use up, yeah, it does not use it's up It's just a like reaction. a free action. Yeah. Yeah, it's a free action. Cool. And as a bonus action, I cast Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, God. Nice. I'm not nice. Robbie Slobberthin right now. I'm supposed to be talking without a lisp. Uh, you cast Shield. Is that your turn? Yes. Sick. It is now up to Marcus. And Lyndon, what, what is right, your over initiative, I... by the way, Rich? Just so I can remember. Yeah, I was about to say, I should be going after. Yeah, okay, it's Linden now, then Marcus. Okay, cool. Yes, Femur Fatal. So you said that uh, Femur Fatal was the one right in front of me? Excellent. Oh, so I'm going to go ahead and take a swing at her. That was my hit. Yep. That does not hit. I miss. A six is not going to do it. She dodged out of the way. She right, and blocks then... it with her shin. She's like, that's where the femur is. In my shin bone, man. And I'm going to kick you with it. I'm just like, as I keep going, I'm just going to kind of slowly start messing with the terrain around me. I'm not going to I'm try and turn it into like a sort of difficult terrain. Just like weird, hard to get a foot yeah. on. Just uh, twists and turns, knobs and bubbles. The terrain around you starts to like just bubble a little bit as it's like kind of almost like a cauldron not quite but the the land just kind of like starts to feel like it's turning like a waterbed very ever so slightly and it's it's going to be hard for both of you to keep your balance well specifically her you're you're fine she's going to have a hard time keeping her balance if she tries to leave that's your turn okay um, that's my turn next one up is marcus all right, all right. I am going. I'm probably nearest to me is uh, the one that's a, that just attacked Noitan. Yes, yes, Mr. Huntsman. Mr. Huntsman. All right, I just dropped my D4, and it's my spiky D4. So I need to find that person. Is this the D4 can... that hurts your hand when you? Yes, touch it. the D4 that hurts my <laughs> hand when I roll, and it's on the floor somewhere. And it's darkly colored, and this is like Lego piece ter- level terrifying. There it is. Okay. Worse. We're safe. <laughs> We're safe. This is honestly probably worse. I legitimately look at this in the camera. I, I, I refuse would, to take out like my uh, D4 from the protective area that it is in. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking caltrops, man. Alright, and I'm just going to make an attack with my uh, quarterstaff on the guy who attacked Noitone. Uh That 9 plus 6, that's a 15 uh, to hit. Who are you hitting? Huntsman? Huntsman. It looks like you just get past his armor. Ooh, let's go. Okay, I'm going to roll for damage. That is four plus four. That's eight damage. Eight damage. That's a big chunk. And Easily. then I'm going to furry flurry of blows. Oh my gosh. And let's roll. See if the first one hits. Uh, yeah, that hits. Um, that's that's like a twenty something. I'm not even gonna do the math. That hits. Uh, roll for damage. That's our eight damage. Eight damage. Jeez. He um, is... roll for my other hit. Beat up. He's like. Ow! 
Oh god, when uh, oh, that that doesn't count. Man, Which sucks that other guy that killed funny. Bone Boy, but like you're hurting me a lot. Oh my god! You got another guy. Another guy twenty. No way. No. no way. Come <laughs> the on. The first one no, rolls okay. off the table. I'm looking on the I'm looking on the camera right now. Let me no, see. No, I this. was watching. I was watching the whole time. Yeah, I saw that. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, so what what net, what rules are your rules for net twenties? Oh my god. A uh, two damage die um, or just double. 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 Double or fucking. I am very nothing. fine with either. Double okay, or nothing. Double. Who gives a shit about extra average damage when you could either have shit or like nice? Uh, I am go uh, double after modifier no, before, before modifier. modifier. All right, I'm doing 12 damage. Oh my god, how do you want to knock him out? Oh, I want to like so I smack him like with an uppercut with the quarter staff, and then I do. You know, like in the Sherlock Holmes film where Robert Downey. Oh my God, that's one of the best like, scenes ever. Yes. So like I. You discombobulate. Uh, yes, I. He like tries to like, swing to protect himself. I like dislocate his shoulder with a single one of the punches. Like hit him right in the joint and use his own force of his punch to like dislocate his arm, and then I take both hands and I do this like chop punch and dislocate his jaw. Oh my. God. God, that's oh, sick. Oh, God. You see him as he's like, this is not calcium efficient. And his jaw gets dislocated and he passes out. Marcus, did you use the D4 that I gave you or do you still have that? I have not used the D4 oh, you gave me. Oh, let's fucking go. Let's fucking and go. And are we doing cleave rules? Uh, and did I cleave? No one's close to you, but we will be doing cleave rules. All right, cool. I, I assume no one was close to me, but I wanted to. Explain to I know we had rules? talked about doing cleave. When we're going to have kind of mobs of enemies, not really. This is a little short, small for it, but if we're going to have combat where, like, there's a bunch of kind of wimpy guys or, like, there's a bunch of different enemies and they're all kind of like a crowd, when you deal damage, you're going to be able to overflow the damage to other enemies. Oh, shit. That's awesome. It, yeah. allows, it allows fights to be bigger. It allows, yeah, it brown. allows fights to be bigger. It kind of makes the characters feel like boom, boom. Makes you guys feel I wanna powerful. Boom, boom. You want to be boom boom? Okay. I want to be boom boom. It is boom boom, Jake. <laughs> boom boom. It is Metatarsal Man and Bone Boy's turn, and Metatarsal Man is like staring at the prone body of Bone Boy, and he just like kind of looks down, looks back up, clinks his fists together, and just hulks out. You see his muscles almost bulge, and he starts running forward and absolutely doing that thing that kids do when they try to fight and he just swings his arms in a windmill both of them as he's just trying to barrel towards <laughs> Marcus and uh, Noyatel you know when you're like full range of motion of your shoulders <laughs> he's just doing that with both arms and so he's gonna roll a hit for both arms on Marcus <laughs> a four will not do it a four will not do and it. And a seven will not do it. So will not just... do it. I'm just like flicking the, the, the spinning arms away like lightly with my uh, quarterstaff. I'm just like, nope, nope. You have disrespected the bone. My whirlwind of doom will get you soon. As he just runs the by. <laughs> he just he keeps running and he gets past you guys. You can take an opportunity attack. I would love to. I would, I love, would love to take an opportunity attack. <laughs> Roll to hit. 
Oh, I'm gonna use my D4. Uh, oh wait, no, is that is that? I rolled oh, a never three. Mind. Nope. I don't think I hit him. No, nope. that's that's a thirteen, not a, a three. Thirteen does not hit. One. A thirteen does not hit. No, no, I haven't added my. If oh, six. okay, that so hits. Nineteen. That hits. Uh, that's plus just one six and level three, mother. It's almost as if he's good yeah. at what he does. Uh, it's okay. I only did five damage. And literally uh, only he does, he does five damage. Uh, and you see, like, you knock off a part of his, like, shirt. Eh, no. You knock off a part of his, like, bone outfit. Like, he had, like, a necklace. It's now just kind of knocked out. And he's like, my necklace! As he runs past. He's heading towards Tiori. And every enemy is out of the silence. And is now up to Teori again. Oh, silence! Silence ended when I. Uh, oh, when you okay, got it. Shield of Faith. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Metatarsal Man with the with the bone arm is this trying to like run to you. He's like ten feet away. Uh, the other ones are like twenty feet away. With one's fem femur fatale is caught up with Linden, and the humorous huntsman. Did he just go? He just went down next to Marcus and Teori. Marcus and Noito. I keep looking at this fucking gif you posted in the goddamn Discord chat. And with, it's a Lelouch. Yeah, and it's freaking me out. Yeah, there's just there's just a gif of a Lelouch with Suzaku just fucking sonic zooming behind him back and forth. Oh my god. Over and over again, and it's amazing. Posted that like two hours ago. Alright, so are there... I, I know you said the guy was close to me, and then I was just thinking about uh -huh. him being close to me. Like emotionally? Are, are yes, emotionally. Two? You're kindred yeah. spirits. You can feel it. Are the other two? Are the other two uh, close to each no, other? No, they're about fifteen. I'd say ten to fifteen feet away. There's like two groups of fighting. Linden versus. If I used thunder wave, can it hit everyone? Uh, I mean, I'm in. We're in melee real. combat in, with some of them. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm joking. No, 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 no. I meant like as it hits the party. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. being silly. All right, I pop. I pop Blade Song and I fucking rush at uh, the guy who's charging me. Yeah, do it. And I whack him with a booming oh, blade. Booming. A booming oh, blade. blade. Roll to hit, a I think. Blade. I don't know how that spell works. <laughs> Does it sound like an air horn? Please tell me it sounds like an air horn. That, it does not say that. In the that's up to you. Then. That's up to you, baby. Yeah, that, that's flavor, baby. That's a little chef's kiss. A little spice. A little something for the kids at home. You we can not be fly. watching this podcast because it's raining. Get up on your roof. You can fly. Rated M, Charlie. For most people, should be watching this. <laughs> Not that you I've been watched watching a, a bunch podcast. of older. I've been watching a bunch of older, not older, but I guess older for us SNL skits. Um, and oh man. I rolled a <laughs> a sixteen <laughs> hit, which oh is plus God. five, That's which is twenty one. Absolutely rams into him. All right. Also, are the bones their money for these people? You don't know that, but in all likelihood, yes. <laughs> I rolled five thunder damage and eight piercing damage. That's a lot of damage. Jesus. Uh, That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Only a lot of flex seal. He's looking really beat up. Like, his with that hit, the piercing just rams into his chest, but the booming blade, the thunder damage, I believe, 
knocks off the rest of his like kind of delicate bone outfit and he's pretty much almost naked with a little girdle over his uh let's say private area and uh he has two whole canned ivory gauntlets and he's just kind of like resting on this he's like i'm gonna get you for bone boy i swear dude you should you should probably run away from me meditarsal man never runs from a fight that he can't win <laughs> and uh, next turn is Femme Femur Fatale. She. I mean, she is just going to be taking another. She tries to attack you. Okay, just a damage. And she tries to disengage afterwards. She rolls a nat 20 on her attack. Obviously, she hits. Well, obviously, she hits. She's Are you kidding me? A 19 the and then that 20? Their, what their is party. she? I don't know what you want. She seems to be very confident. She's like, take this. And it's she rolled too. a 1 for her damage. So she does <laughs> 2. And then she's like, take this. She's got she this have nice any stance. strength or dex modifiers to add to that damage? Uh, I'll give her an extra 2. I was rolling with a fat d12 so she could have nice damage. But... She and then she rolled a one. <laughs> so she had her shot. She's like, "Take this." Ugh. She could have. She 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 could have actually probably full killed Linda. Yeah. And instead. <laughs> really? You should have like eighteen. She couldn't full kill you. I mean, if she if she max rolled on a d twelve, yeah. she could have probably kill a lot of people. She could have downed them. Twenty four. Yeah. Anyway, oh, down, she okay. didn't. So she's like, yeah, you take two damage as the world's weakest critical hit slams into your side. And it's like, it like, looks like she tried to stab you, but just ended up hitting you with the blade. But it and makes, that's why I believe it or not, it makes a nice slap. Rolling's better. It's like, like a nice slap, but that's it. Because uh, higher average damage is good. That's her turn. She starts getting ready to try to leave. She tried to disengage as like a cutting bonus action after. And she's running away. And trying to escape into now it is well actually she's trying to escape back to the bone boy really who is unclear if it's if he's breathing or not uh now it is noito so she's running away she's running th- back towards bone boy because she's like freaked the fuck out so who's who's still in combat she's like, like this is a glorious retreat i need to get my boy my bone boy who was the person that said they never retreat? Metatarsal man, who is next to Teori. Like, ten feet behind you in the opposite direction. I would like to, uh... Towards Metatarsal man, speak in, like... With dissonance, dissonant whispers. Uh-huh. Your feet cannot carry you fast enough away from me. Oh. Uh, he needs to take a wisdom... He needs to beat wisdom 13 rolled and 18 so he's okay, so my feet are bones and bones are badass your feet are actually mainly you know muscle there's bone but there's also muscle and tendons and skin you and, lie. and calcium is cool and thanks to marcus his add-on uh gives him nine damage because it's oh half, damage. half or, damage or oh wait no 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 that is so it's uh do we round up or down so he takes 
four damage. Takes four damage. Five we're all, five we're all going to regret that the decision for roundup later when we make saves and still get he hit takes for like five damage. twenty. Oh, he was beat the fuck up. He's downed now. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. He's standing there, just kind of like he passes out, standing up. My I hate feet medical inaccuracy. are cool. Bones. By sheer force of bones. I don't bones. know why they're so obsessed with bones. I mean, bones are great and very important, uh, but they're not the point, only cool At this point, Fibber is trying to run away. She's, like, at Bone Boy. She's trying to, like, drag him away. Are you guys still want to be an initiative and, and fight this, or do you guys want to leave initiative and try to figure I'm it out? I'm just running after her, like, stop, I'm a doctor. I can help. <laughs> you think I'm going to trust you? You just, you just almost killed my boy, my Bone Boy. Yes, yes, but he's not dead. And I didn't almost kill him. If you had, if you were paying attention, I loudly protested. I'm in a situation in which don't, he might be killed. Don't get any closer. I swear to God, don't get closer. You're about 10 feet away. Do you want me to no, kill him? No, don't you dare. I, uh, I don't want to have to do I, this. I, look, she takes out look, a wishbone. Look, I'm a doctor. I Everyone stop. Bag. Can I roll a, can I roll a persuasion? Can I roll for persuasion? Roll for persuasion. I, wait, wait, wait. Connor, no, wait, I have ahead, a minus one persuasion. Roll. So this is this is this is gonna go great. You're gonna make me use the wishbone. Go Net twenty. No way. <laughs> show it to me. Show it to me. I believe, I believe it. it now. If he's showing it, I believe it. Okay, nat twenty. Let's go. Okay, so how are you explaining to her that you can do on money heal her boy? I like how he showed it trying to light, but didn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, oh, it's sorry, fine, it's, it's tricky. Um, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> so it's a nat. So. I like look look I'm a doctor I'm a pediatrician I'm 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 not just a pediatrician but lately I've been doing a lot of pediatrics uh, your boy he suffered from some psychic damage that means he probably has a slight brain bleed his and I'm like his cranium his best bone no no not the bone bones don't bleed woman and I'm just running rummaging through my uh my friggin' medic medicine patch and I pull out this like massive purple mushroom. Okay. Before you do that, I'm gonna roll the first death saving throws of this. Because it's been two rounds, and if you fuck up this medicine check, he's gonna maybe potentially if he's rolled three bad rolls in a row get messed up. What is this right. wishbone this person's holding? She's holding a wishbone ominously in front of her. Alright, uh sorry gonna roll those death saving throws first. I did, and I'm not telling you the results. Ah damn. You gotta build tension though. You gotta put oh, him in front. You gotta roll in front of the board. You gotta build tension. Heavily. All right, all right. You know, look, this has certain proteins that help kind of get everything firing properly again. It also is going to get him really fucking high. But it will get everything firing properly again, and I go to stabilize him. Okay, roll a medicine check. I believe all you right. just need to have a medicine check. At I haven't used my D four either yet. Okay. So I think. Just, I, if I'm not going insane, I think to like do a successful medicine. To stabilize, you just need to be to beat a ten. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen at home, I literally need to roll higher than a three. Really, a one. I rolled. Yeah, exactly. But so I actually only I really you can't I fail automatically this. succeed it. I literally cannot <laughs> you fail, can't fail. But I rolled a natural eighteen. Yes. So I rolled a twenty-five. Yes, and with that. Uh, I will tell you now. So I like he rolled smash two it up, put it in a syringe. He's a strong oh. bone boy. So you smash that up, put it in a syringe, do what you want. Go, go, go. So like I like I like mix him some water quickly, like smack, 
put it in a syringe, and just stab it right into his heart and just inject it. Oh, and he's a strong little bone boy. He, with that one, he not only stabilizes, he gets up and he's like, did, did we win? Did we get their bones? Did we steal their No, limb? you lost horribly. Oh, but... But you're alive and you probably shouldn't be fighting at your age. I like tussle his hair a little bit. What... What about Mr. Huntsman and and Mr. Metatarsal Man? Oh, oh yes, I take out like these. I take out a different colored mushroom. This is a painkiller. You're going to need it to give it to the Huntsman gentleman. I dislocated his jaw and his shoulder. And so you're just They're gonna let us go. Pretty easy to pop back in, but it's going to hurt like hell. So give it to this to him afterwards. And I hand her just this uh, like red cap mushroom once again it's gonna make him high as hell also like this kid's tripping balls right Whoa. Now. like my face is dude like, like uh dude dude <laughs> did you always have bones for eyes like it makes you look yes beautiful. no it's just the hallucinations and i'm tussling his hair again so just give that to him after you pop everything in place not before because it makes his blood thin if you Whoa. do it before he's going to bleed everywhere i didn't know bones were bendy and he's just doing that thing where you put your hands together and you make your like hands through the wave in your arms and he's just like bending his arms like a fucking fifth grader doing a dance and he's like whoa and i'm asking i'm asking the woman to repeat back like not mushroom after not before mushroom before not after got it no okay no so what are you no, are you not, no, gonna, no. Are you not gonna uh do anything we tried to like take your shit and baron omaha's like hey could you guys like kill them like uh i'm a doctor i'm not legally allowed to kill people well uh our contract says you probably should eliminate uh all threats to me and michelle and he pulls up his shell i'm just saying like this ain't really a they're not really a threat anymore if they try to attack again i'll just break some more bones and it's pretty easy they can run and then one's not really a problem you really think they were a threat and i point out like no one's really that injured yeah and <laughs> he's like well well uh I, I or or do you want me to kill a child well do you want to kill a child you can come down here and kill this child business. my brand my brand would be bad but uh yes child mur child murder like is usually could, bad for bread these hooligans have been messing with us for a while we've learned our lesson we're so we're so sorry we're, we'll go back to the bone zone just just let me get my guys and she kind of like Baron, I believe that our the our bone zone? travel agreement was the just that we get zone? from place to place safely. Uh, yes, the bone zone, Charlie. The bone. Bone. bone? She's like, yes, the bone. Would you like to join us in the bone zone? I, I don't think I can do that with the mother of one of my patients. I see. And she starts gathering up all of all of them, and she like holds the wishbone out. And if you got bones, like, if you have any last words, you'll be seeing me later. And she begins okay. to snap the wishbone. Anyone? Bone zone. Who calls Good the bone zone? And with a, a little, little bit of crack, and she's touching everyone. They're all holding hands. Kind of metatarsal man and humorous huntsman are kind of coming to. They're like, whoa, like the sky is pretty dark. I thought it was nighttime, but it's like such a bright darkness, man. And with a snap and a crack and a pop, you see a little ivory sphere encompass them, and they're gone. 
I look at the sky. It's night. It's dark. What do you try to roll a perception check? Uh, 14. The sky is inky black. You can't tell whether or not they're clouds. You can't tell if there's anything. And it's comforting. And you see the same thing you've seen every every day of your life when you've looked up at the sky. Inky blackness. I look up at the sky as well. Same so thing. Same thing. Okay. He must have just already. They must have already given him the mushrooms. You don't give people the mushrooms until you pop the arm back in. No one ever listens to me. You guys kind of collect your things. You get back up to the the caravan, and you kind of make your way. And a little further up, you guys hear like a roar, and you see a bunch of people holding torches in very very shitty dinosaur and like beast costumes go out oh i didn't think there were any left but we are your challenge that awaits you to get to we literally just beat up five bandits can can, can this wait but wait what yes actual bandits with real weapons this guy takes off his mask wait you guys there's bandits here yeah this is supposed to be safe like the explorers guild has been like watching it we're clearly not close enough. And also, it, it's it's the, the the exploration bureau. The you moron. Yeah, I didn't really pass all my classes. No shit. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Mark Marcus is just not. Mark Marcus is uh, done. <laughs> the bu- I'm gonna get demoted again. No. Honestly, I just I'm made surprised it back up to Explorer Adept. This was gonna be my ticket up, man. It's gonna be a well, up. I won't tell it. I won't tell anybody. Okay. No, I will okay. tell somebody. That's a lie. Guys, That's guys, lie. we'll es- we'll escort them to Praemoron. They'll make it just in time, okay? And you kind of see like a cu- a guy with like a snail costume lift up his like eye stalks. He's like, "Oh man, I wanted to beat them up a little bit. We'll give give them a little hazing, dude." If they if well, listen, if you wanted to beat us up, I mean, I I'll gladly fight any of you right now. I am no, perfectly no, no, ready. No. I don't want to lose my job, dude. I, just... I like wipe some blood off my knuckles. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. And you guys keep going. Uh, Baron Omaha lets these other explorers on. He's like, "You'll pay me back for this, right? Like, you guys, you guys can pay. You guys can pay. Or you know, I what? believe you should take a piece off of our. If you help uh, me unload my cargo, of what we owe you for what we protected you against the real bandits. Yeah. Yes. I guess. I guess I might. I might. We'll see. If you help me unload when we get to Pramron, all's good. And he points at everyone. I mean, He's like, even you guys, Mr. Is that like a dolphin? And you see a guy with like a blue dolphin costume, but he's got <laughs> four legs sticking out of him. He's like, yeah, how'd you know? My mom made it. Good job, good job. Get out uh, of Mark, that now if you're Mark, trying Marcus to protect is us. Marcus is just taking one of the mushrooms that he had given the, the, to uh, to the boy, and he's taking a, a syringe for himself and oh, injecting it. Roll a constitution saving throw. I guess he can choose to I fail. I can choose to fail, but I rolled a nat one. So, so. you absolutely fail. Within a second, <laughs> you're just tripping balls. And I'll let you guys take another uh, short rest, as it takes about like an hour of easy travel. Um, I would I would wrong. like to proposition the Baron. Oh oh what so uh what do you what do you have to proposition, young, old, plant guy? If you give me fifty gold, 
I can imbue you with strength that you never had before. Fifty gold. Uh, that's chump change, Mr. Plantman. You really think that's going to change my life? Well, at least for a while, it'll keep you safe. Hmm. Make it 30, and I'll, I'll clear all your debts. And he has the contract You'll in his hand. You'll give me 30, and you'll clear all my debts? And he's ready to rip the contract up. If you can really change my life. How old is he? He's like 45. I am casting the spell Ceremony on him. Oh. It takes an hour. Yeah, it takes the whole time. You guys are going back to casting the Ceremony as you guys are like clopping forward rolling forward on the cobblestone i am imbuing him with the uh ability to roll a d4 and add that number to any ability check that he needs to make into within the next 24 hours okay i'm gonna roll a d4 for him and he gets a one so you play your cards right and you can change your fortune forever well, I guess I, I, uh, I do feel a little more pep in my step, as they say. I think I'll give you, I'll give you fifteen for it, and I'll clear the debt. Perfect, wonderful. And he gives you fifteen and, gold. And Baron, Baron. Oh, he he reaches his, he takes his hand back a little bit with the gold in his hand. Yes. If I need to travel again, can I contact you? If you got the gold, I'm a, I'm your guy. And he hands you the fifteen. I slither my I slither like a vine around his forearm and shake it. Gross. Absolutely gross. Please never touch me again. I will touch you in all of our business deals. Okay, I, I don't want you anywhere near me again. Okay. Mar- Marcus has reached into the uh is has gone into the to the snap off pants. Oh god. Uh, uh, barrel. Do not touch that. Just, he is just Get mesmerized. Out of my caravan. His pupils Get out of this. are like Fully dialed. No, don't look there. Get out. Get out. And he, sho- like, he shoves both of you out of here. How do these he, even he work? He closes his wagon, and he puts you in the back of the caravan. And just as how that's happening, Can I ask? Can I ask? Yes. How much do these pants cost? None of your business throws you out. But can you imagine how intimidating it'd be if we all ripped our pants off at once? <laughs> It would be amazing. Oh, my God. oh God! I can't even wear pants, but I would do it for the imagery. <laughs> he, look, he, he looks. He looks. He says, "I'll give you a pair." Of I, I, I would like never tell a, a single soul about these. I'll give you. A I pair. need four. I need four. Uh, I will give you, you all my a money. Hard bargain. <laughs> give me fifteen gold, and I'll 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 let you get the, all those four pants. <laughs> I, I I sigh deep. My my blue like glows strong. Deal. <laughs> you give him back the fifteen gold he just gave. Yes. You. Yes. <laughs> As you do so, he gives you four pairs of uh ill fitting for everyone besides uh actually ill fitting for Noitome, pretty much okay fitting for everyone else. Not that a plant can really wear pants. <laughs> um i i give i give the pants to everyone one for everyone everyone gets a pair pants do these pants have any stats no they are rip-off pants absolutely not you can make an entrance with them (laughs) uh you guys all have these 
can chic I, can rip we off get, pants. Can we get plus one performance checks if we rip off the pants? Oh my god, I'll think please. About it. I'll think about it. <laughs> you'll get a great entrance. You'll probably get an easier check. Uh, you, you guys put in your inventory stylish rip-off pants. Um, <laughs> each of you get one pair. And as you finish this business deal, you see on the horizon, twinkling in this dark night, is the city of Pramron. It's large force field is somehow humming and faintly visible to your eyes as you can see the lights passing through it of the spire of the city government, the twinkling candlelight of the library. And even at night, you see the hustle and bustle of people going in and out of the gates. Most are just kind of like, going out of the gates and kind of wandering towards local farms and looking like they're coming back from market and everything or going back home to city, like their houses in the outskirts still under the massive force field that covers the entire sound, uh, the uh, entire city and the surrounding area. As you enter the gates, we'll end our session. Ah. My God, the pants, <laughs> dude, those those pants and we like a duel to the death my character okay. will like rip the pants off hey folks this is the end of the show future connor speaking and i cannot thank everyone enough for getting this far and i can't thank my good friends peter jimmy charlie and rich enough for doing this with me this has been a project i've wanted to start for a while and it's i'm super happy to have finished an episode the rest of them aren't probably going to be this long. You can expect to see hour and a half to two hour episodes from now on. Probably once per month, I'll have the have the time to do it. I work a full-time job, and this is a hobby. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to have as high of an output as I would like. But I'm really happy to do this. We have the next episode, couple episodes recorded, because gosh darn if we don't love D&D. I'll have an email and a Twitter made by the time this posts, so check those out. They'll be in the description. If you like the show, feel free to hit hit me up. Peace.